is it humid here? It rains every it rains single day. Like, yeah, often. I mean, but like, is it a dry rain? Listeners are wondering what happened to Arnaldo. We're actually in every session. Uh, we are going to start with the first twenty minutes of the adventures of Arnaldo. Just constantly fighting Shia LaBeouf in the woods. It's a good thing I saved his character sheet this time. All right. Uh, where did we end last week? What happened last week? So we had just exploded the Lady Wagner. Sorry, earmuffs. Exploded the Lady Wagner, and. Um, Somewhat controlled the town square, retreated to her house, did some hasty looting, and kind of found some items. And I think we ended. Strapped the girl down to a bed. For her safety. Um, fought some cats. And, oh yeah, I have to think about that. I'm going to have to keep that door locked from alienating. Um, Speaking of Alina, she, in, in her hasty looting, she got knocked unconscious by a little dart. Yeah, well, she's going to go try to get that dart. By a trap, just, uh, the trap box. Then. I think you still have the trap. Well, we finished well, we reading the book. The tom- yeah, I think the last thing we did was read the Tome of Straw. The trap yeah. box is the lead-lined box. Mm-hmm. Um... And the last thing you did is you're standing in the study. Um, like and Mandolf is watching down the road. And Willie is standing there with this big book. And he's been flipping through it. And he just reads a few pages. And that's where we picked up. I think everybody's in that study. Quick, quick it out. Put the book back in the box. I put the book quickly back in the box. OK. I think I still have the bag of bones. Yeah, you still have the bag of bones. Do they look saintly? I mean, the whole church is destroyed now. Does it matter? I mean... How could she have them? The prophecy said that the bones were already here. And then the bones were stolen after the prophecy was given. How could they be here now? Isn't the whole point of... I'm here, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Isn't the whole point of a prophecy that they predict something that is going to happen? So like, maybe the prophet knew or wish. Maybe she foretold that the bones would be here by the time we got to leave Wagner. I mean, this whole, all this is pretty crazy anyways. Does Willie know that you got put to sleep by a dart from the box? Yeah, because we looked at it and saw that noodle okay. in there. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and so, Wash has been like touching her with the lock, trying to get her back out before she'll do more damage. So, so dig this, man, all right? So like you said, right, this book has Strahd's secrets, right? We don't want Strahd to know where it is because he's clearly looking for it. And Lady Bachner, right, she's an expert on Strahd. And like her defense against him finding it, man, was that dark, which means that dark can kill Strahd, man. 
feels like a stretch, but also feels like it may be right. I think the lead was the defense against him. And what's the dart for? Defense against Elliot. It did work. I mean, I warned her earlier this week that Elliot would try to break in again and steal her stuff. That's true. You just hear the front door. I'm assuming that's that guy. It's Mandolf. Yeah. Smith turns around and looks to you like, I know you're talking about man. All right, I send Taylor Swift around the um, house. I look out the window to see the front door. That's the back of the house. Ah. <laughs> so you look out the window. You have to run. If you ran out into the hall and down to the end of the hall, uh, do you want me to move you? Taylor yes. Swift is out there. She just runs around and tells me who it is. Okay, uh, there is a young-looking girl. She's looking over her shoulder back towards the square. She's probably 17, 18. Short hair. Stay here. Watch this body. Make sure it doesn't rise. And then I'm going to go down the stairs to talk to this girl. Okay. You open the door. I'm considering casting protection from good people myself, but uh, open the door a crack. Okay. Uh, Hello? She says, hurry, let me in. Who are you? Hidden, would you like to describe your character? Yes. Oh! <laughs> uh, she is like a kind of like a tomboyish, not like super tall, um, girl with like a streak of blue in her hair and wearing big black poofy clothes. And uh, she looks very worried. Who are you? I am Muriel. I am uh, Muriel Vinshaw. What do you need? Um, I'm here to warn you. I'm, I'm with the Keepers of the Feather. Come in. Okay. Open the door. Close it behind her. All right. You lock it. Taylor Swift comes and locks it with an antler. Okay. What is your warning? Elliot, keep looking at that dead body. for death for killing um for killing the noble lady watcher uh for killing lady Vokter. i know she was a worshiper of that devil strahd you need to get out of here by the lake gate is there anything else uh you kill those hags too Muriel explains that down at the town uh, square, there's a big hubbub going on as the town is in some level of chaos. In the last three days, we've lost our priest. We've lost the two heads of the major noble houses that have led this town for centuries, as far back as people know. And nobody knows who's in charge. Half of the people, Muriel suspects, goaded by friends and followers of the Vokters are saying that you need to be hung 
for murder, unprovoked murder in the street. The other half, led by our sick of the town guard, is saying that we need to just calm down and figure out what is going on. And so the compromise has been everybody agrees that you should be arrested until a trial can be arranged. And they're trying to figure out who, who arrests and where do you put people. There's no who, who's a judge when there's no burgomaster. So there's a bit of chaos. But that's when Muriel comes and says, you should flee. She thinks it's rubbish. How much time do we have? Uh, probably a few days, maybe a week. A few minutes. Oh, a few minutes. Maybe an hour. Really? Yeah. I'm still three stories above you, making sure our unit doesn't loot everything. Willie, do you think we can take this town? Taylor Swift's still standing right there by the door looking this at This is the back door. Oh. Back by the... No, Taylor, Taylor uh, Swift runs I back around. out the back window now. <laughs> uh, out the back window, you see uh, a cart, two wheels, and a little old lady with uh, a bundle. It looks like a bundle of pies knocking on the back door. Thanks. Do I recognize her? You do. As she uh, looks like Granny. I'm going to rush down to the wash, taking... She's uh, directly out the back door below the room you guys are in. It's um, kind of a side door off between the servants' quarters and the big pantry area. Yeah, I'm going to take my lead line box, jumps around and rush up and stairs be like, What's that lady? That lady you said was, was the hag? She's here, the one you wanted to kill. I hear this. I go look up the back one. Go look up the same window. Is there a way to open it? The window? Yeah. Yeah, you have to push a cat out of the way. I, I do. Okay. And I open a window. I mean, surely there's some sort of I, to push I, a cat. I, I, I turn towards Wash. I message him. Wash. The hag's right outside. I can see. Should I attack her? <laughs> I can see you. There's a lot of there's a lot of threads. You can hear her now there's a lot yelling. Of threads converging right now. Pie, pie, pie delivery. I get out my rapier. I, I go to the is back there, door. Is there a way I can jump out the window and land on her and attack her? The windows aren't big enough for you to get out. They're like small windows like that. Come on, man, be so cool. Come on, DM. Let me do it. Get a roll d20. You use your magic to create a portal in the open <laughs> I mean, window. I, open. Step I have another character that can do it, but I can't. Um, okay. <coughs> Is there another window I can get out of or anything? Like, um, you're gonna run around the upstairs looking for windows. Do I do I remember a window? You don't. Okay. I'm gonna sprint downstairs to the back door. Yeah. You you like to. Smoke and eat things, right? Yeah, man. They mess up your head, right? Yeah. Do you consider it evil to do such a thing? I mean, I know what I'm doing, man. Like, if I do it in the privacy of my own home or like a friend's home, why does it gotta matter to anyone else, man? Legalize it. What if we buy a cart full of pies made out of children and give them to the town to calm them down? Is that evil? 
I think the part where they're made out of children, man, I think it's not cool to feed people to other people. Or to turn just, children into pies, man. What if we buy them to take them off the market, but then just leave them in front of this house so that when the mob shows up, they're there and they can all choose whether or not to eat them. I go to the back door. Okay. I'm there already, right? You're you're half out of you window. Were, he was already down on the first floor. So okay. can... And I keep telling you, stay stay up, stay up there. Do I hear Elianid coming down the stairs? Oh yeah, like like as fast as you can. Uh, I whip a tablecloth out from underneath whatever is on a table, and I just throw it under the underage girl that's here in the house. Nothing to see here, I say as Elianid runs by. So is Elianid going to get to the door first? Uh, yeah, I'm, pro- I'm protecting the innocent young woman from Elianid's advances. Uh, okay. All right, yeah, you get to the back door, and you open it, and she kind of steps back and says, Where's that bit? weekly pie delivery. Where's that bit? Don't reckon. Are they prepaid? I recognize you. Minor illusion to make me look like the Lady Bachner. Like after you said, are they prepaid? I mean, I'm, I'm stuck. I mean, are they prepaid? I don't think I can do my whole body, so it's just the armor with Lady Bachner's face like painted on the front. She steps back and says, they're not prepaid. Is, do I recognize this as Granny or one of the daughters? Yeah. So what am I? I'm a rapier out already. Jesus, this, stepping this, back. Is, this is another evil. This, this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. attack her. I stop. I grab Elena's hand. Roll contested uh, dexterity check. And while I'm doing it, I cast command. <laughs> Hold on. Twenty-one. Yeah, I don't, I don't stop. Okay. Uh, let me, let me, let me get going here in just a second. What? This is, these tokens are the worst, but whatever. Uh, so, gonna... so if we're doing this, one of us needs to be able to control Mandalorian there, right? Since, uh, I'll control Mandalorian. So I guess I have his, uh, stats. He's still upstairs, but, uh, wasn't, wasn't he guarding the front door? Wait, is Mandalorian one of your guys' names? Not us, the other guy. No, he was watching the front door, but from up top. His real name is actually Macho Mandolf. You guys just call him Mandalorian. I always forget in the heat of the moment that whole thing. So it's Mandalorian. He very quickly abandoned your uh, instructions to watch the front door. Um, he was there when I came down. I never saw him leave. He, he was up in the study watching through a window. Okay. Um, and then where were you, Willie? What? In all this. Willie was down at the bottom of the stairs follow, with me. You followed him? Yeah, I came downstairs to let Wash know, and I followed Wash around. Okay. All right. Uh, roll your attack. I'm kind of, I just have to put you, this, there's not a lot of room in this space, so I just put you in the closet, Willie. It's, it's a booming blade attack. Okay. Twenty-five to hit. That is gonna hit. And so that is uh, D8. Is watch within five feet of me? Behind you. Not okay. within five feet of the Okay. Granny. She stepped back. That's eight. 
plus six, 14. S- six of that is thunder damage. Uh, so 14 with six of it is thunder damage? Yeah, and then bonus action, disengage and run behind her. So I'm behind her. And then uh, 14, six of it is thunder damage. And eight of it is uh, okay. uh, is piercing. Alright. And then you're gonna run where? Behind her, so I'm behind her and Wash is in front of her. Okay, so Wash won't be there yet. Uh, let me move these two. Wash will be like five feet from her. Because you had to step forward. But, okay. Roll for initiative. Oh man. That one, so for two five. Does she get a plus two any initiative, or? Is uh, plus? what's your dex? Uh, my dex turn is plus four. Plus four then. All right, that's a twenty. Yeah. As a bonus, you've got a tablecloth overview, so when you appear, she's gonna think you're a ghost. And uh, is it twenty? And all right, uh, Willie. Seven. Ned, you're at five. Yep. This one reminds me of the Grammy's theme song. Mandolf. And wash. Thirteen. Okay. Then uh, Muriel, you're actually up first. The door opened, you were following behind, and uh, you recognize this old lady as one of the hags. You actually have seen them and fought with them here and there. You hate them. They tried to eat you. Okay, I'm gonna take off the rag for the tablecloth. <laughs> and you didn't get hit on by a creep, so it was totally worth it. And I guess I will become a raven. Right? Oof, the girl just goes into a raven, all closed up, down on the ground. They don't transform. All right, and that is your action. All right. Is that um, an action, right? Yes. Okay. And then where are you gonna move? Uh, I guess I'll move a little closer to the hag. I don't know exactly where I am. So it's a, a big mansion. The hag was out at the back door, and so you were kind of behind the others at the back door, so you can fly through and be outside. The hag is five feet from the house. Ned uh, is a blue rogue tiefling, purple rogue tiefling, that is uh, out there on the other side of the hag now. So do you want to come get on one of the sides of the hag? Yeah. All right, let's turn. I have one question. Why is he speaking to a cup? Because my, I'm a paladin and I have like a full head uh, helmet. So that's, it's just to make it sound like my voice is echoing in a helmet. I appreciate the immersion. It's it's because I'm dumb, not the character. All right, it's the hag's turn, and uh, she is still carrying this big bundle of um, pies, and you estimate there's seven or eight pies in here, and she just looks at you all and disappears. And uh, next up is Wash. 
Do you have all your hit points? I don't have you at full health. No. Because we just keep picking fights at random. Let's show up at our doorstep. Fight. You're up. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I saw her disappear, right? Okay, so fighting fighting her only hurts us at the moment. We're about to have to fight the whole city, and they love the pies. Wait, fight, we're fighting the whole city? Yes. If you listen to any of the messages I sent you, you'd know this. Don't spell message? I just do exactly what you do, talking to a stick. In any case, the whole city is coming here to arrest us for fighting with the Lady Vokter. Okay. This handsome young man can explain it. <clears throat> this handsome weird. young man. I mean, I don't know. He's pointing at a raven. Oh, a raven with a little tuft of blue feathers on the side of his head. Oh, I know you. I say to a raven. Um, so we're, we're going to stay here and fight the whole town? The town is coming to arrest us. I don't think I don't think we have time right now to be fighting the hag, chasing around an invisible thing. We have to decide if we're staying and and trying to control this situation or if we're fleeing. We have moments to decide. Surely that's my success. Uh, Taylor Swift, do anything in particular? Uh, yeah, she'll just make a charge through the invisible area where the hag used to be. On the other side of the charge is Ned. No, between us. The hag was standing... And the raven is up. Well, in the raven. I'm assuming you're in the air, as opposed to hopping around on the ground. Uh, yes, I'm in the air. Okay. She, Taylor Swift, just, like, charges through. Is Taylor Swift his character's name? No. Taylor Swift is his elk, and oh. that is what it looks like. You named a hideous elk. She was real hot when I first cast her. <laughs> Verovia changes magic a bit. Um, but nothing happens. She runs through. Willie, you're up. Or actually, Mandoff is up. No one's told Mandoff to do anything else, so Mandoff is still sitting by the window. I think he would attack the card. Um, Willie's gonna say, hey man, I, I know when it's, when our, uh, when my welcome is, uh, worn through, I think leaving right now, letting the school down is probably a good idea. <coughs> what if we... Drunk? Yeah, he's a lot like that. What if we stay and try to win favor? I think this situation is... Is almost identical to the one we just faced in the town square. If we leave, they take the house, they take the seat of power, we never have authority here again. Right. Right now, this, this cool bird uh, has told me that the city guard is maybe on our side, but that the people are confused. I think that, I mean, we can easily kill all these peasants. At least enough to get us away. But I, I think the city is in turmoil. Right. It helps the people more for us to stay. Is it? Are we still in turn order? Yeah. Oh. Uh, She's going to appear and attack us in a second. Willie. 
is going to... Now that takes ten minutes. <laughs> Go ahead. Start a ten minute spell. I'm going to start giving an inspiring leader song. Okay. So ten minutes, that's what, six, 60 turns? Yeah. Okay. Just, just, you're going to start singing? Just play it in 3-4 instead of 4-4. Four, four. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. If it works, we all get like nine bonus hit points, so. Uh, Willie, just like while well, you guys are having this conversation, starts playing a song. Ned, you're up. Um, okay. You're standing there right next to the cart. Uh, she just disappeared. Uh, when she moves, does Booming Blade yeah. do anything? What happens? Uh, 2d8. Okay. Roll those 2d8. I'll make sure it actually is 2d8s. Yeah, it's 2d8. So wait. Um, it's 11 thunder damage. Um... Okay, you do not hear any kind of thunder or anything like that. Hmm. That was my question. Did you hear a boom or anything? Yeah. You do not. But, uh, Ned, what do, you, what do you do on your turn? Um, is, is there like a dodge action? Like, mm-hmm. or is that only it's a called dodge? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, okay. I didn't know if that was like only a monk thing or if that's like. No, you can you can dodge, disengage. Okay. Those are different options. Yeah. For I will I will take the dodge action. You're you're basically like readying yourself to spend all your focus on mm. defense, it and imposes. then gives anybody attacking you disadvantage. Yeah. I would rather just ready another booming blade attack if I yeah. if, if she shows up. Anywhere within range. All right, uh, Muriel, you're up. Uh, can I still see the bag she was carrying, or did she just like teleport? She just disappeared. The bag included. The only thing that's left behind is her little cart. Kind of like a big wheelbarrow kind of thing. Okay. I'm gonna transform uh, back into a human and take out my sword. Okay. You do that. Are you doing anything else? Spin. I mean, I guess spinning with the sword would stop her from coming, but... Uh, you're, are you trying to randomly hit her, or are you trying to, like... I doubt that would work. Or are you trying to, um, like, defend... Uh, well, I can't take any other actions, because transforming is an action. Oh, that's true. So I guess I will move back inside the house, and... Uh, say to them, we should definitely not kill the townspeople. Do you not remember, we should probably escape by the lake gate. There's a wisdom in what you're saying. Maybe we should... We, we forfeit anything we've gained if we run. Is there any chance we can convince them to not arrest us? Willie, can you make more soup? I sure can, man. I mean, if I want to run soup kitchen scam again, 
they did work twice in the same day. All these people are, well, they already worked. The city guard are half on our side. I think Taylor Swift around to the front of the house and start down the road towards the square. Okay. I mean, we have the bones, man. The people love the bones. I think, like I said, I don't want to give up this house, but I think we need to either... Or a perception check for Taylor Swift. And for the sake of time, we're out of initiative order. The bag is not. Just a question. Why do you need this house exactly? 11. Okay. Uh, Muriel uh, is asking this. Why do you need the house? We got kicked out of the inn. We don't have anywhere to stay. We've been sleeping in a field. So you, you know this because the leader of your order in town uh, is not sure what to think about. And you convey that um, the Murdakovs don't know what side they fall on. They don't think you're evil, but they don't think you're much good either. Okay. I was thinking, if it's like a, a play for power, maybe if you burn the house, it'd take them a long time to rebuild it, and you'd probably have enough time to escape and later come back. Someone is seizing power of this town today. I can make myself look like Lady Bachner. But everyone saw her blow up. Yeah, man. I think that ship may have sailed. We can try to convince her that was our show. How far is Taylor Swift going? Like, as far as... Up, up to a mile. She's going until she finds the crowd. She tells you in the whatever way Taylor Swift talks in your mind. Telepathy. I mean, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, it's like Eldritch screams. There's a crowd. It looks pretty chaotic. Like, there are some people trying to keep calm. There are some people who are starting to, like, gather pitchforks and torches and head your way. It's like morning, and uh, there are some people who, like Taylor Swift, can see are like starting to break into buildings and just like, grab stuff, and it what? looks like it's pretty chaotic. Wouldn't burning the house assert your dominance for later? Uh, not if we end up sleeping in a field later. That's that's pretty lowbrow. What if what if I make myself look like Isaac and take form that way? I mean, there's got to be a way. And he us. has power just by walking back into town. He's still so. out there. He's somewhere in the woods. We don't want to win a city for him. That's fair. I mean, there's. Let's go meet the crowd. Okay, I agree. But what are we going to do when we get there? We're going to show them the bones, man. We're going to say the bones protect the city. Later, Walter stole the bones, man. I still think we should escape by the lake gate. Where does the lake gate lead us to? The lake gate is behind us if we walk towards the city square. So we can always retreat. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's I, just, we, we won by being bold this morning. Let's go win again. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm game. Is there... Taylor Swift says there are villagers like pegging rocks at her and like... Not, she's easily able to stay at a distance. Um, yeah, she's going to dislocate all of her joints and, and spread her legs way out to the side and just start going <laughs> in the middle of the street and hissing. 
just try to slow the crowd down. Um, yeah, let's go. And I start, I start going that way. Okay. Do the, uh, let's go. Uh, lock all the doors. Do the townspeople know that that hideous elk thing? No, do they know it's your orders? Actually. Or could you use it as an employee using the bones, saying yeah. that the bones were keeping it away from the town? They've seen him writing on it. Yeah. Peter Swift says um, that the begin at the edge, the front of the crowd, is an old lady with a bundle of stuff pointing back angrily at the house. Oh wait, Taylor can speak. Just to me. Just to her. And oh. him. It's my telepathy. Let's go. Lock all the doors. Walk out. Um, we should look get... around to see if there's anyone standing around outside that looks like they might join our quest. I, ca- I cast message at Mandoff. At Mandoff. Mandoff, come join us. Did I get a full ten minutes to inspire them? No. Also, is there a way? Any? any... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Without uh, trying... Mandoff, do you hear his response? Yeah. You hear? Who said that? It's it's me, Elinette. Come downstairs. I'm just gonna leave him here. I'm gonna real carefully yeah. pick up Willie like a baby. <laughs> and I'm keep playing. This. No, you can't have that wrong. And stuff. What? You're picking up Willie like a baby? Yeah, and trying not to disturb your song. Uh, okay. Do you have to stay put while you're singing, or can you move? It is not moving. You spend 10 minutes inspiring your companions. Follow it says. Can Willie walk and play the guitar at the same time? I don't see why I wouldn't be able to. Why don't you put him in the wheelbarrow that she left behind and just roll that around? Oh man, a wheelbarrow, man. I said while playing my guitar. The hag is down with the crowd, turning them against us. So So if if we go meet them, we're going to fight. I feel the best solution is go by the lake gate. Then we attacked her immediately. Do we want to just go to the outside of our attacking range and fire some attacks into the crowd and then leave? I mean, if we if we leave, what they believe about us is true. That's true. I don't I don't think we should leave. I don't think they think she's a hag. I don't think she can use her abilities here without turning them against her as well. Sess out there. I mean, if if she does, if she does use her powers against them, we're walking. Okay. Uh, you guys head away from Vacker House through the gardens, um, and uh, you round the corner, and at the end of the road, just to the kind of crossroads in the middle of town. Yeah, there's a big a big group of people. They look angry as pitchforks. There's Grain there, and she says, "It's them! They, they attacked me!" And the crowd starts screaming. Where's the city guard? Uh, you see a few in there that are actually like kind of running with the crowd with their pikes. Um, you see a few that are trying to like hold people back, but there's not—they're not a coherent group. And uh, people start running your way. You do see how far away are they? One of the Vokter brothers, mm-hmm. sons, um, who they, they, it doesn't look. I should put it. 
Uh, it doesn't look like he's leading the crowd by any means, but he's in there. Um, as the crowd starts running, you watch specifically see uh, Granny just kind of do a little grin at you as the crowd starts running. Okay, I am going to uh, pull out my distance. They are probably 200 feet, 250. Are there any large inanimate objects between us and them? 250 feet? House. No. They're on the road, in a straight road. Are there houses to the side? Houses to the side. Like large classification. No. They're on your way. I'm going to take out my amulet. Ravenkind, 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 ho! And cast sunlight. Okay. And at the same moment, yell. Stop! <clears throat> yeah, as you yell that, um, just the whole area around you is bathed in this warm sunlight. And what's the range of uh, It's a 30 foot range. 30 foot bright, but then it goes out another 30 foot. 30 dim. Yeah. So, um, it's blinding if you're looking at it, um, and I'm assuming all you guys followed. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the crowd momentarily stops, unsure of what to make of this. Taylor Swift comes over to yeah. me, um, and I'm getting up on top, and I'm going to start doing like the the brave heart going back and forth okay. on the mount in front of the people. Okay. And I'm I'm. Just, Willie has finished his song by now. Uh, Willie, you're still, it's background music, but it's not, it's not finished. I mean, this is just happening. Just turn it up and not about five minutes. Start five minutes. All right, so only washes. I mean, just moments ago, Ned tried to murder an old lady, and now she's just run down the street. And only 30 more, more turns, guys. Sun, sunlight lasts for 10. I'm gonna have Willie standing right in front of it. He's backlit playing the song. And Wash is going to start just delivering. Nobody can see Wash because it's so blinding bright. But citizens of Velaki, it's time to stop fighting among yourselves. Stop fighting us. We mean you no harm. Uh, I understand there is some disarray in your city, but you have killed by your own hand one of your bad leaders. And we have killed, by our hand, one of your other bad leaders. At this moment, you are free. But you still live in a dark land. It's time to turn away from your petty squabbles. It's time to look to the defenses of the city. Your city guard have been depleted by attacks from the outside. They need more men to stand up. Your minds are corrupted by the magic of this hag who stands in your midst, even now, trying to turn you to violence against an enemy you cannot beat. You, tell you, you today, we are not... I'm, I'm just going to keep going for you five can see, minutes. You can see uh, that the crowd is starting to get restless. Roll persuasion check. Bardic inspiration. Disadvantage because of Granny's uh, opposition. Advantage because of the... Yeah, uh, Raven kind. Of so, and then what's the uh, 
That's five total. This is oh. for a. Hang on. This is for a. Oh, oh wait, my ability check. Persuasion. Eight. Okay. Ability check. You can roll with that again, but you have to use. Oh, you can choose which roll to use. You can roll the Bardic Inspiration die again. Oh. I mean. All right. So thirteen. Um, and. Thirteen total. Yes. The bardic inspiration. That's supposed to do something else on the ability check. Oh yeah. As the uh, mode of potential pops, it emits colorful, harmless sparks. Definitely can't see. I mean, it's so like it adds a flare effect around. Yeah. The crowd. You you can see. You're probably the person who can see the most out because you have this light. That the crowd. Um, is not one over, but is unsure of what to do. Your your words of I'm gonna hold up the bag, and I'm gonna say we have right here the bones of Saint Andrews, pillaged from your church, the very thing that allowed the vampires to enter the city, attack your sanctity, and kill your holy man. These were in the Lady Vokter's house under lock and key. She was the one who allowed the vampires in. What do you get, Dan? I'm still playing my song. I I cast Bardic Inspiration as a bonus action, so I don't have to stop playing. I I feel like if you use power chords, we can get this done in five minutes. I am just in awe of Wash. I'm just taking it in. All right. Um. Just repeat text, but they say one more, one more check to convince them of the bones situation. I'll give you advantage because he's playing this time. And, and your first check, uh, twenty. All right. You, you start to see the crowd look around, unsure. Um, some of them are start. They're starting to talk back. Some of them are saying, no, he's, "He's lying." Lady Vokter was a was a friend of the city. She she was the only good one. And others are like she she wasn't very good. There are to most there, of us. There are many among you here. Almost all of the city guard saw her lead a hooded cult, including undead, into your city square this so very morning. Oh, come on. Come on, come on. <laughs> Wait, what do you? Book club. <clears throat> this is this is no secret to your people. Ask your neighbors. Arsec breaks out in front of the crowd and says, See, these, they fed us. They fed us the town's guard breakfast this morning. And she showed up with undead to seize power of the city. You saw the skeletons fall. I didn't see any undead. Sorry. I was looking at you. But I did see she showed up with a bunch of people and to say they were taking over the town's guard. It all happened so fast. But these have been our friends. They've done nothing but aid the city. And moreover, the entire town was here not one night ago when I tried not to seize power. Where were they with the vampires attacked? Yeah, we didn't help them. We were were getting your wine back. Yeah, we, we're actually rescuing the vineyards. Then why don't we have wine? It's coming. 
How many days? It's because you drank it all last night for Is free. That's why. Delivery or did you do expedited shipping? The people of Velaki, we mean you no harm. What can we do now? You need to band together. You need to find a new leader, someone from among you, someone with the actual interests of the people. Vakters are the only nobles alive. You need to turn away from the Vakters. They are. So one of the Vakters sons is like, and when you said that, he looks a little red, bleary-eyed. You assume he's still hungover. Your your leadership has embraced evil, hatred, fear, and pain to rule this city. There are other ways. Who can dare to be a lad but it's like in in a you see a guy with like a clay pot and he's like, Can you dare to pass? Can you dare to protection against vampires? Only the same protection against vampires that you guarantee to us. One of the town people goes, what? We can defend each other. We can help each other. But fighting each other only helps those who stand against us, whose names need not be spoken here. This old lady says you attacked her. I, I walk up at this point. She is a hag who is poisoning your minds with pies cooked from the bodies of your children. Listen. Crowd goes pretty silent. Listen. Seize her. <laughs> I understand that. Caesar like a salad. Caesar salad. There's a lot. There's a lot going on these last few days. A lot of turmoil. A lot of unrest. And then they drop We've seen vampires. We've seen everything. So much has been going on. I can't expect this to be a quick and easy transition. But we need to, you all need to start going a different direction. And we have done nothing but good here. You, you've heard that testimony. Let's, let's not sugarcoat it. There have been some breaking and entering situations. You'll definitely hear about that if you ask around. Yes, but that's that's not what I'm, that's not the point here. Watch, when Ned stepped up to say this and you said, Caesar, Caesar. Um, before anybody in the crowd had a chance, she just looked at you and just went. Protection from evil. And just disappeared. You, when that happens, I'm going to say, look, look, she's disappeared from right in the midst of you. Because down to the, she's kind of like tucked off on the side, and they're looking around like, this, what are you talking about? This is a, another evil in your midst that needs to be rooted out. Wait, you said she's kind of tucked off to the side, like she just teleported to the side of the crowd? She's to the side of the crowd, yeah. There. There she is. No, no, no. I mean, she when she went oh. invisible, she was like, the crowd had kind of, she had been at the front of the crowd, like, the crowd kind of moved past her, and she was supposed to say, here's the crowd. And uh, she was giving you eyes from the side. And then when you started pointing attention to her, she <coughs> glared at you, pointed. But in that anyways, crowd, no one rolled high enough initiative to just grab her before she she spent this like no dramatic one point. Perception to notice that she did. Okay, 
Someone grabbed the grandma. I didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> they never liked the grandma. Like, yeah, that'll have. Um, yes. You've seen a lot happen, but but arresting us, putting us in whatever jail you have. We don't have a jail. We only have the stocks. Putting us in the stocks. There's a, a, bear, a barefoot old man who looks like he really enjoys throwing stuff at people in the stocks. What good is you that going to do? You see a kid with a tomato who is like... What good is that going to do? What good will that bring? You need to take time to figure out the best course of action for your town. Somebody in the front who uh, you recognize as one of the people that you fought this morning says it. We do need to stand up for justice, which means arresting people who killed someone in the streets. Someone else in the town says, well, but we kind of all killed somebody in the streets yesterday because the nobles were so bad. I mean, Lady Vakar was not that great. She just hoarded all our money. Someone else says, yeah, where's all the money? It's in her house. It's in her house, everybody. Go. Don't start booting the house. <laughs> See, a few, few people start to like run that way. I cast Moonbeam now. Next to my sunlight. Okay. Not trying to hit anybody, just bl- like blocking the rest well, of the well, room. Well, so you have like sunlight over here, moonlight over here? Yes. How many minutes am I at? Uh, nine minutes. Okay. okay. One more minute. Ten more turns, folks. But did that stop, or are they going to run into? Uh, it? you. Uh, well, the the way they they could like the ones who are running, they're skipping the main road. Oh, I'm casting it sideways then. Can can you cast it sideways? I don't I, see why not. I don't know if it's this sixty way. feet wide. But yeah, they they stop when they see another thing. I'm going to say looting and degeneracy are just returns to the evil from which you have been freed. The money of this town will be returned, but it will be done fairly. Not by the fastest or the strongest. We need to find leadership. You need to find leadership. It cannot be us. But the looting needs to stop. The rioting needs to stop. You all know how hard life is in Velaki and Barovia. Don't make it harder on yourselves. Uh, this moment, Arsic steps up to you and says, um, "The town guard will help. They can." Disperse. They can disperse the crowd. He starts raising up his pipe, and you, you see most of the town guard, a few of them, like, kind of have their pipes just limp, looking around like, oh, man, I was hoping for a fine. And uh, he starts rallying them, and they start forming around them. I like that the body language had an accent when you <laughs> oh, man, I was looking for a fine. But... Uh, <clears throat> He says, uh, I was up all night, but Oleg, Oleg, get, get your guard. Flynn, Flynn, come on. Okay. Oleg, get your guard. People of Lucky, go home. Go do your jobs today. 
If we do not want the vampire to win, we must go back to life as normal as best we can. Don't forget to sign up, volunteer for the city watch. Your city needs you. It's true. Show of hands, who here is willing to stand up for Velaki? I am Velaki. No, I am Velaki. Who who will lead us? There's no more nobles. What about the Vaughn the brothers? Look, look, look what good the nobles have done for you so far. Turn your backs on them. You're free men. Rule yourselves. Arsic has shown himself noble. Maybe not in blood, but in character. He has shown himself honest and brave. He can, read, he can lead, at the very least, the city guard. But you can consider him to lead the entire city. The Mardikovs have also shown themselves to be generous, looking after people in need, giving away of their own money and their own ale. Consider them. Blinsky has shown himself to be a man of kind heart and no ill will towards anyone. Consider him. Everybody loves Blinsky. How could he not? Blinsky for mayor. Maybe Linsky should be Dorgamite. This guy's going to be so easy. What about Chavio? Chavio's not a local. Yeah. Uh, the guards start distributing, dispersing the crowd. Sometimes a little more forceful than maybe you, you think they should, but it's working. Okay. The crowd starts to disperse. You see a few people who are like still looking at that doctor house, curious about it. Uh, one of them, you were like, that guy's a Vokter. Another one was like, that guy works at the Vokter house. The, the Vokter son? Yeah. Man, um, <clears throat> I, I believe, I don't, I don't know the Vokter son's names, but I'm going to say. Well, history check. What, was it the two wolf hunters? What about him? Was was that I, that's that's who I think? There were two wolf hunter sons, and then there were two. There were two wolf hunters. Uh, one had a big beard, one had lanky hair, and they were in the, in the same. Uh, the same night that the Vokters yeah. came in, but the, so I know it's not them. No, you know it's not them. Um, roll a history check. Yeah. Oh my speciality. Fourteen. Uh, you remember one of them was named Nikolai. Do I feel like Nikolai is dead, or like he's more alive? Uh, you mean looking at him? No, I'm just... I know, I only know one of their names, and I'm pretty sure one is dead, so... Like, does Nikolai sound like the name of a dead guy, or an alive guy? I'm gonna... Nikolai? Don't know how to answer that. I'm gonna say... You, Vokter, come here. Come with us. Come back to the house. Killed my mother. Your mother killed herself when she betrayed this city and the people in it. What choice do you make? And I'm gonna just like pop my sword a little bit out of the hilt. I grab him. Mage hand. Run after him. 
What's his movement speed? Taylor Swift has a movement speed of 50, so... Oh, yeah, I mean, Taylor Swift could catch up then. Oh, oh sorry. I'm going to change into a little bird, okay. and then just fly in front of him and draw my sword, like, and change it to a human before I... Uh, well, before you do that, I guess that uh, it's very highly guarded secret that you're a keeper of the feather. Alright. You're out on the town. Street. Is you, like a bunch of people outside? Yeah, I thought they all kind of went home. No, there's st it's still dispersing, but um, there are, you would never turn into a raven in town unless absolutely need. The only reason you did it back there was you were in the um, in the house when you turned. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Um, so I run after him. Okay. And I I can catch him. I can. I can go 90 feet. Yeah. Uh, between um, Taylor Swift, who's a little faster than you, and Ned, uh, you catch up to him. He's just yelling, help, help, help. Oh. He, he's like, he's tripping on himself. He's I just, clearly hungry. I run and I get in front of him. falls on the ground. And he's getting coming back up. <laughs> and I grab his hand and I say, I grab him by the ear. Look. Listen, I know you've had a hard day. Let's go back to your house and talk over some things. Help. If I wanted to, if I wanted to hurt you, I would. I wanted to hurt you, I would, and I could. Come. Start attracting a couple of guards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Wave them over so they know that they're on our side. Well, what's going on here? Please, they're attacking me in the street. Nope. Right. Who is being attacked right now? Let me go! Let me go! I'm gonna say, why would we attack you in the middle of the street after we just they murdered my mother? As I said, your mother killed herself when she betrayed this city. Please let me go! I let go of his hand. I'm still holding his ear. I finished the 10th You finished yours. You did. Everyone here gets 10 uh, bonus hit points. He rolled so low he can't even get out of an earlobe. Uh, Cole. I'm going to say, do you know that your brother is dead? Your brother walks from around the corner. Oh, you mean, who's the dead guy on the bed? The other brother? I told you to watch no, the no, dead no. body. You clearly, from the painting, that was the father. Oh! Wasn't that guy dead for a hell of a long time? Maybe he's a vampire. Yeah. He was dead for. Uh, let's go back. Let's go back to the Barker house. Barker oh. boys, come with us. And I'm gonna start riding off, holding his ear. Oh my god! No, please. I'm only trying to walk at his speed. I'm not gonna rip his you ear off. But okay. Uh, yeah, you take him back to the house. Uh, the other brother like sees this and goes the other way. He assumes. I, I grab him too. Oh, he's like when he came around the corner of a house. He was like ninety feet away. I run after him. He duck, ducks into an alley. You're gonna chase him. It's okay. You're gonna do you're gonna do chase. Uh, yes. Okay. 
you what's your your you guys are going back to the house? Right, everybody has nine HP extra. I thought it was ten. Ten or ten. I leveled up. Oh, fancy. Um, it's my level plus five charisma. So, uh, Ned, go ahead and roll a dexterity check for how fast you're gonna catch up with him and be able to get through these alleys. Okay, and I can, I do have the bonus action dash. Too. Yeah, you're real fast. So that's. So, so he has, uh, he can double dash, but not triple dash. Yeah. I have, that's a 16 dexter. Okay, okay. Uh, roll perception check, see if you can figure out where he's going between these things. That's a 13. Do I hear that? Or the 13 perception? You don't hear that. Um, but a 13 perception, yeah, as you round the corner, you see him duck around another another alley. Keep chasing. Roll another dexterity check. Whoo! Eleven. You catch up to him. And uh, you catch him trying to go inside a house, but you're able to get to him before that happens. Um. Let's see. Do I remember his name? Uh, did you? Did I have your roll history check? No. Roll history check. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with persuasion. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Ned. I was gonna say, if it's deception, you have to be intending to kill him. That is a twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six. I was like, how is that possible? Yeah, it's twenty-six. I rolled nineteen. You can see he doesn't like you, but he doesn't think he has much choice. Yeah. He calls you back to the house. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take him back to the house, unlock the door, okay. walk in, sit him down in the little sitting room right there. Starts crying. Fair enough. Uh, the other one, as you're walking back, he says, Have you already killed Stella? No. I'm assuming she's, I'm assuming she's the female who's in the locked room, right? Called herself Kitty. Yes. No, we didn't kill her. We did we did tie her to the bed so she wasn't in danger, but she's been the same since since Victor. Since Victor. Burgomaster's son. They were we married, but he made her go mad. Seems like you and your family have been through a lot. Do you know the extent of Your mother's book club? She has had a lot of fascinations with devil. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the devil? She wants the most best for the city. 
Alright, you guys get back to the the mansion. What are you doing? Go to the front door. I unlock it. Let him in. Okay. I didn't have to hurt him yet. I look at him. I haven't done any damage to mine either. Sit down by your brother. Willie, you saw those deeds. Yeah, man, they're right here. Listen. You are the only remaining living doctors that I know of. And, and the girl. Do we know her name? Did anyone learn her name? Is he? Stella. Oh, Stella. 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 That's good to know. Stella. You two are going to sign the deeds of these of, of your family's land over to us. No. No, we, we have no place to live. We'll let you live. You can stay here. In the basement. No, I'll never do that. Oh, okay. Well, you can sleep in the fields. See how the people of this city like and respect you when you don't hold fear over them as a weapon. But we still own the house. You, your family has forfeited this house. Are you going to take it from us? You can, you can sign it over or you can fight for it. The name Vokter is dead in this town. We, it's in our title. You can't stand for law and order and then just take things from people. Well, not, as I said, you forfeited it. We we'll go through the town guard. They'll side with us. Okay. Where, where do you want me to tell them to find your bodies? Uh, you can choose to roll intimidation or persuasion. Not trying to intimidate. I'm yeah. just asking. As uh, I said, you give me a persuasion or intimidation check. Me? Uh, you can either do it separately or together with advantage. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm hype manning for Elliot. I'm just going back and forth, like talking over <laughs> and her shoulder. I'm playing an intimidating song on my harmonica. Mandoff uh, walks. Does he have an axe? I think he has a big axe. That is a nat 20 for a total of 27. Walks in with his axe. And like as soon as he comes in with the axe, he doesn't even know. Is he just cutting his own palm? <laughs> He's just like coming in. And as soon as he does, uh, Nikolai Jr., not Carl, uh, just wets himself. Like right there. And he starts bawling. And Come on then, it's expensive furniture. Show some dignity. Carl says, what about our sister? I think your sister will be better treated now than she ever was with you. Because it will be your job to clean her room. Can we still have gold for Oh, absolutely not. You can have what you earn, or what you beg, from the citizens of Valaki, to whom you owe everything. Did they look like they were willing to sign? Something. Do I have a pen? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I have a forgery. I have a inkwell. Yeah, you guys go over to the desk and you're gonna like. So who do they sign the title over to? Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, this. I don't think any of this is gonna hold up in a court of law. Like, we're just. We're trying, to, trying to lay some tracks in front of ourselves here. I don't, I, I still think they may not be wholly guilty. 
but we can't let them maintain power here. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we should endeavor to keep them here under our thumb. So do they sign it over to you? What's your, I just think it's Wash, is that your whole legal name? Really, is the only one who hasn't killed people in the street, committed acts of violence and crime against the people here. I truly think he's, he's the best of us. I, ju- I, I laughed when I said it, but he is the best of us. No, I have neither. We just met you. No, no offense. <laughs> Please stop talking to the underage women. At least I live here. Willie, what's your what's your full legal name? Uh, William. Uh, I thought it was William E. So, are we calling you Will E? Now the the E is it's my middle initial. It's a uh, Emerald. Legacy. Uh, Fadden, with two D's. It's an E N. How do you feel about inheriting? This house and some other land. What if we form like an LLC? Like, do we want to form a legal entity that incorporates our entire group? What would we name that? Oh man, I remember someone early on asked the name of our group. Carl's like, please, can I just sign and you can fill in the blank of who is receiving this later? Listen, Carl, we're not going to hurt you. Do it like, even if I don't sign? Oh no, definitely that. Besides, you know, we could open this place up as a bed and breakfast, man. Do two or three more of those. We don't. No, we're not. We're not running another business. Um, and and on there, did I see? You said it was audited. There was an auditor signature at some point. Did you say that? Oh, it was it was notarized. Okay, do it. I'm going to fashion, look at the notary stamp or whatever, and use my. Okay. Use my. Forgery kit to get the notary. I'm gonna watch Elena do all of that, and once she's finished, I'm just gonna say I, I actually am a notary. Is there a particular name you're gonna in a, in a small town? You're gonna pick a particular. What's the name of the notary on there? Uh, you would guess from the parchment that this is hundreds of years old. You just put Junior at the end. What's the last name of it? I'm gonna use the last name of a big first. Uh, the name of the notary, it's a bit tough to read, but um, you see it as Elizabetha, Elizabetha Gorodinsky. Gorodinsky? Gorodinsky. Gorodinsky. Uh, so. But both of the doctor brothers sign, I mean, there's, um, and they, they look like they were, they're like, what, what do we do now? Oh, I Listen, William. Yeah. Will you sign here, here, and here? I sit out signing my name. And I uh, do my notary stamp with. So we're. Gorvinsky. Willie wrote his name in the first line on the LLC signatory sheet. And then, wouldn't it have been easier just like forge Lady Locker's will to leave it to us? I mean, no, no, as, that. as I said, I don't think any of this is going to hold up. Right. Um, listen, you, you guys have fun. I'm going to 
right, Elizabeth Garbinski. Elizabeth, I'm going to do hastily in a way that I can maybe make up a different first name if someone were to press me on it. It's just all loops. And yep, exactly. But like I've, I've forged enough documents. And I'm proficient with this, mm-hmm. so I feel like I can I can make it believable. I mean, it, it's not just a signature. You have to print out the. Yeah, it's in like block letters. Have you? Yeah, heard? You have to print out like the I, name. I'm a notary. Do you want me to just do it? Are you really? Yeah, but like I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, to yourself, I'm going to copy the LLC. basically exactly okay. yeah right yeah. Uh, okay. uh, roll a dexterity check at advantage if you want to take a lot of time yeah one name LLC one let's just let's just get a notary over here <laughs> washes once again I'm gonna go to the front door unlock it open it look outside see if there's either a notary or somebody that looks like they're willing to to join in and help uh that little gnome from like day two or three in in block he's walking by where she had she's a half half are are you a notary yes i happen to be a notary please come in oh okay great okay so uh first thing do you what do you know do you know what an llc is well, we're trying to form a legal entity uh, wherein we share ownership over assets. What, what do you call that here? I'm going to hand her a parchment and the, the quill and inkwell. So could you just write up? So- Sorry, I'm an notary. I'm not, I'm, I'm, she's not from Nairobi originally. I'm an notary. I can't change my accent. Uh, I'm an notary. I'm not a lawyer. Do you, do you have a lawyer that you work with frequently? No. Is there a lawyer here in, in... No, they're all dead. Oh, good, perfect. Uh, we'll just write something up, and uh, as long as you're okay with it, you can notarize it. We, we just use fractional shares. We don't... Corporations haven't been invented yet. Well, so at least uh, not in this I mean, it's just world. an idea we came up with right now. So, Ellie did write up an LLC document. So, you're trying to own the house as a group? Yes. All right, she tells you what to write in there. You, you fill in your equal honor. Okay, and so in in this blank here where it says group name, what, what are we writing? What's our LLC name? Uh, Willie and Friends. Wash and Crew? WWE. Done. That doesn't seem like it's taken by anything. I love it. It's a... WWE. All right, what in the spotlight? It's WWE. Woo, the group. What the fuck is that? Okay, and then. Woo, LLC. And then. Can you also notarize. Did I already do the notary standpoint? I stopped you by telling you I was a notary, and then I went. You did. And transformed into a notary. Yeah, because I was transcribing the other thing. So also, um. The Vodka Brothers here. Hi. They would like to sign over the land to us. She's like, it, it looks like it's already been signed. Yeah, they signed it. It was before we formed the LLC, so like we feel like it would it would be more sensical now that you're here to start this document over because we didn't we wanted to make sure we had the legal liability set up in order. Now that we have this, we'll just write a new one. And sign it in front of you. Like you. You're signing the house over to them. 
Like, yeah, the night went under coercion. Man, man, up, just this is like, this is a cool house, man. And like, they're both like, yes, yes, we are. We're signing it right now. And it's not, it's not written in the document because we have a gentleman's agreement, but they'll still be able to stay here. And we're gonna help take care of each other. Yes, yes. Anything you like. Well, thank you, tenants. <laughs> All right, you guys have a house. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, uh, Carl, what coin do you have in your pocket? In his pocket, he has two ravens, two electrons. Wash is gonna, uh, uh, I try to think hard back on like all the purchases they've made that seem like extravagantly expensive to wash. Uh, and so, is that enough to buy? A new set of linens and pillows and clothing for Stella. Oh no, not near enough. So, uh, Nikolai, give him your coin. Nikolai is just sobbing here, just in his pocket. Hands over a few gold. All right, Carl. Bedding, clothing, wash rags, maybe a bedpan. Nikolai, up the stairs to start cleaning her room. Still sobbing. He's like, can I change my clothes first? No. Okay. You can change your clothes. How long How long has it been since you changed her clothes? She won't let anyone near her. She's crazy. She's, in, she's restrained in the bed. She thinks she's a cat. How long has it been since you changed her clothes? I don't know the servants take care of her. That's how long it will be until you can change yours. Okay. Well, guys, uh, is, is the notary still here? No, she okay. uh, I'm going to give her a gold. Uh, give her what? A gold. Oh, she's very appreciative of that. And thank you for all your help. Uh, it's very fortuitous to meet you. I'm sorry, what was your name? I saw you write it down, but the, I'm having trouble with the language barrier. Yes, um, my name. She remembers her name. I will look that up momentarily. She, while she says, or while she's figuring out her name, she says, um, where's my Wi-Fi? Uh, she says, uh, you, you promised, right? If we, if we get out, you're taking me back to my village so I can see my daughter? Absolutely. I mean, the last thing that I said was that I rescinded that promise because you were being sassy. I was not being sassy. You were being pig-headed. I mean, you know what? We all have problems. But I think, yes, I, I someday hope to bring you to your daughters. I'm going to look at the old halfling and uh, ask who actually brought in. What's that? Uh, who, wait, which one of them brought in the old halfling? Uh, he did. Okay, I'm going to ask him, how did you even convince her? To come inside a stranger's house, that in that house many murders have happened. It's, it's like her job. Okay. She just got paid for it. She, uh, you know her as an old adventurer, uh, well, an old trader, market person, who um, was trapped here in Tally Berry Fizz. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Still, I mean, like, if a stranger 
in like a murder house was like offering money for me to come inside. I, I probably wouldn't go in. I didn't I didn't say come here for free candy. I said I have a job for you. Listen, life is dangerous everywhere you go. You can't not go into strange murder houses all the time. Um, all right. What are you guys doing now? <laughs> yeah, what? Wash. That was surprisingly easy. That was surprisingly difficult. How do you find a notary in the street by looking outside? I mean, don't just... You don't just find things sometimes? Other than poison needles? I mean, it was very convenient. But... Man, it's almost like it was a blessing and we should just, you know, move on from that. Yes. Listen, all the bad that's happened, one good thing seems like just, you know, the least, the least that the universe could throw our way. It's like early well, afternoon. You know the hag's coming back, yeah? And we did turn the city against her. Let's go outside and check for her cart. Sure. Is go her outside. cart there? Uh, yeah. Unlock the door. Open it. Okay. Very, very serious about security. I'm also going to, uh, I, I did tell all the staff to, like, come back. Uh, my hopes aren't high, but keep your eye out for maybe we could use a cook or something. Everybody give me a history check. You hear me? No, no, you sorry. You don't have the history to remember. 16. 21. 18. Okay. You all remember, tonight is the night you dine with Strahd. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Which is hours away, and it's now early afternoon. You guys want to take an eight-hour nap right now? Just a question. Uh, a while ago, when we were still outside, you all told me to come inside because we were looking for a body. I don't remember anyone going to look for a body. Yeah, there's a dead body upstairs. I ran upstairs and looked. He's still there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot stretched out on the bed. The coins are still in the eyes. Yeah, keep the coins there. And the coins are still in the eyes. Yeah, as you look at the painting, clearly the dude, the dude in the on the bed looks a few years older than the guy in the painting. But I mean, if you didn't know he was dead, it looked like he'd be sleeping. Just says his hands. But like, he's he doesn't look like he's been dead a long time though, right? No, he looks like he could have died this morning. Um, didn't she said he had been dead for a long time? Yes. Are you up here with me? No, when, when we first met her, that's why she sold you those boots. Are you, did you come up to the bedroom with me? Right now? Yeah. I ran up to the bedroom to lift the body. She, she said that's why she sold him those boots. Um, I'm going to lift, can I try to lift up the body? Sure. Lift up the body and I carry him downstairs. Okay, yeah. You just like, you guys just hear, clunk, clunk. And this trapping him by one foot. Thunk, 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 thunk. Uh, you, as you come out. I wrote um, a 19th strength check. Okay, okay, good to know. As, no, actually, as you come out of the room with him, you see the the doctor brother who wet himself coming out of the sister's room that somebody came. Right? So, I'm going to turn on the lock. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also going to check his pockets for keys. Uh, he, he doesn't have any keys. Um, and uh, he's like carrying dirty linens and stuff, and he sees you and he says, What is that? It's your father. Uh, my father! Oh. He drops it and runs over. He's like, 
What have you done? What is this? When we came here today, I found him on the bed like this. He's been dead a long time, no? He's been dead years. He starts backing away. How did you know that your mother was was practicing these dark arts? Were you part no. of this book club? No, this is disgusting. Do you have a family plot where we could pay our respects to this man? In the churchyard. I thought we buried him years ago. Did you see the body then? Um, no. No, you didn't see the body go to the ground. No, it was in the coffin. We will. Elliot, can we can we lay him back at rest? Yeah. We'll take him back to the bedroom. Carl, oh, in the morning, we will take him to the churchyard. And Nikolai, Junior, I was named after your father. He was also Nikolai. You guys look a lot alike. I'm sorry. Thank I, you. Do you think we like? Can I? Cut your hair or something so I can tell your part easier. Can't believe she, she, is he undead? Wash, is he undead? I've, I've checked him and he's not. Have I, I didn't try to lay on hands on him, right? I'm going to lay on hands and try to put one HP into him. Yeah, and that's the magic that means like you're laying hands on a rock. He's. He is dead, but he has been kept in some sort of unrestful sleep. Ah, uh, let's see. Watch. Med. Nobody's proficient in arcana or religion. Um, at least nobody here at this house. <coughs> so, um, I get sorry, 50% proficiency in every skill. Okay. Uh, will you roll Arcana or Religion? Up to you. That is a six for Religion. <laughs> okay, Willie, you, you have no idea what they're like. This guy's dead, you're like, I don't know, but you okay. just I'm gonna hear in your, in your voice. In your ear, I mean. You just hear I haven't seen anyone in so long. Are we saying this? You don't know. Oh. Willie's the only one who hears it. Hey, I'm gonna be quiet. I think I hear something. It's so cold here. Where are you, man? There's an only ghost here. Where are you? I don't know. It's all black. Who are you? Your name? Yeah. I don't know. Does anyone know a fro now? rings? <laughs> if I'm a townsperson, yeah. then should I roll to see if I know them, if they sure. also are a townsperson? Yeah. Uh, what am I rolling for? Uh, history check. Alright. That's intelligence? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you're not proficient, but you can roll just uh, intelligence check. That's a five. <laughs> you seem to remember there was a child that died a few years ago by some disease, named something like that. Um, I might know someone. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a child a few years ago. I think her name was something around those lines. Uh, they died of a disease a few years. 
-hmm. Like smallpox? So. Uh, I'm not sure. Mediumpox? He remembers blackpox. Wash, do you know of any way to... Man, I think his ghost is here, man. Let's expel a ghost. No. Alright, what are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk across the hall into Stella's okay. room. Just strapped. Fighting against it. Uh, I'm gonna go over to her. real agitated when you I'm gonna go over to her and uh, lay on hands and try to give her ten HP. Okay. One to remove disease, one to remove uh, poison, and just see if either yeah, no, okay. You you notice that, well, some small lacerations, some, like, not cuts, but, like, um, some damage just from what she's been pulling and even maybe some scratches. You can't tell if those from, from herself, like, heal up, but doesn't change her state. I'm going to say Stella. Just kisses at you. Stella, things will be better now. Would you like some of the cats? Come over here with you. No answer to kissing. Things will be better. We'll find a way to heal you. And I'm gonna go back out. Uh, I'm gonna go over to the uh, body of the dead, um, Mr. Vopter. Okay. And I'm gonna say, hey man, like, I'll put like a hand on his forehead and be like, hey, like, you know, people have this energy, and I'm gonna cast Speak with Dead. Okay. So wait, um, is he doing that to the, um, the father's body? Yes. Okay. As he does this, and he's saying this, people have this energy, and really just touches his body. And um, the coins, as Ned has been doing this, have fallen off. Um, and the, you guys are standing around, and the eyes just open. What? Uh, There's no breathing. The chest isn't rising or falling. There's no gasp of air. The eyes just open. You did it. Did you see that? Yeah, not so. Hey, uh, how's uh, how's it going, buddy? How old do you ask a deaf person? So, speak with that. You have five questions. That's your first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not how it uh, works. That's exactly how it works. He says, uh, You can ask the corporate to five questions, damn it. Wait, did you talk to him? Yeah. You can hear him. This is all happening. His mouth opens. Uh, ask him how long he's been dead. We can find that out from the signs. Okay. Ask him why his body hasn't decomposed. Or see if he's undead. You're looking pretty good for someone who's uh who's dead, man. Like, what's going on with that? Like, great moisturizing routine, or you know, it's not super humid up in here. Is it humid here? It rains it every rains single day. Like, yeah, often. I mean, but like, is it a dry rain? She, or she, he says, my wife, it's not left my spirit rest. 
that's a Would you happen to know someone named Frollo? No. There's a Frollo here. You mean Frollo? Yeah, I think so. can we uh, put you lost spirits to rest, man? So, hey, man, so it, I got some good news for you and I got some bad news for you. <laughs> Is anyone going to stop Willie? No, don't. Which would you like to hear first? Oh. Yeah, but not. Willie's about to ask his fifth question. Would you like to stop him from doing? Kind of saw where he was going with that. So, the in the middle of this, I just I'm gonna attack Willie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone. <laughs> It's okay. His crew will be arrested shortly. It's fine. The bad news is your wife's dead. The good news is no more spell. William. Um, Thanks. But, uh... You ever think she's casting a spell on then? I mean, she really, like, broke into a lot of pieces and washed killed her. Willie, but you, you've, uh... Roll, roll on our contact check, everybody, for me. Now that you've heard this. That's intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that roll. Look at that roll. Seven. Wish I was there. <laughs> Nine. Fourteen. Three. Uh, only wash is vaguely aware you're not really up to speed on necromantic spells. Uh, of some spells that, of a spell that is used to preserve a body. And that it um, also could be used if that spell is cast regularly. The reason you know that people do it is if they transport a body for a long time, they can cast it so that the body basically stays preserved, but it's only for a matter of days, so they keep casting it, they can remove the body, or it also allows you to cast, the other reason people do it is, it's an easier spell to come by than a reviving spell, but if you cast this long enough, then it just keeps the body and spirit close enough together believe that then, you know, if it's a spell that takes 10 days that you can raise the dead, if you keep casting this, then as long as it's within the you casting that, body and spirit are still close enough that... I cast a spell magic. Okay. Um, I can't actually do that. Watch this field. Dispel at the bottom. Right. Um, Willie, I didn't, I didn't know that uh, you could bring the dead... Back to life and then kill them really quickly. It's all about being While I'm in saying this, Taylor Swift is running for the town square trying to find a scrap of Lady Boxer. The spirits, man. I gotta be in tune with the spirit of everyone, man. According to the spell, the dead must have a mouth. Looking for the tongue, then. <laughs> Where's her head? Uh, how many pieces did she explode into? Oh, like how much? high can you count? <laughs> it was like a mist. Okay, so she like disintegrated. Yeah. Right, it's about 130 now. How do you even vaporize her? So, I'm real powerful. So, 
we are going to be. Do we know when this party is? I, he said they find us. I mean, he is a vampire. I assume they stay up late at night. He said he'd pick us up. You guys want to try to take a rest? I'm tired and wounded. I could go for eight hours of light activity, including reading. Do you think I should come? To the dinner with a straw? My dinner was straw. I mean, say something bad happened. I could just turn to a bird and maybe escape to tell guards. What, What if you begin as a bird? And you just fly nearby. All right. Oh, we sneak you in as our pet. Your pet. Do you, does Strahd not like the ravens? I feel like the ravens don't like him. Do I seem to recall someone saying even the ravens serve Strahd? No, even the rats. The ravens are the one thing we've been told to not serve. Okay. Muriel, you know that, uh, the ravens do not serve straw, that at worst are somewhat non-committal at times, but they're a little selfish, but they don't serve The ravens have been good to us. They've helped us unbeckoned. And in my talks with them, they seem to be the only creature in Barovia that remains true to their natural form. So then it's not unreasonable for us to have a pet raven. Or, or maybe just... The name of the castle is Ravenloft. Do you know if the ravens go there? Uh, do I? Very avoided. The ravens... The bats, the bats keep them away. It, you may not be invited. I don't know how this invitation works. I'm going to take out the invitation and rub it on her a little bit and see if that gets her invited to. But it's probably worth a try. <coughs> but in yes. any case, I feel like we should rest. I do feel like we should rest. Um, dibs on the master bedroom. I'll sleep next to this So are you guys doing a long rest? I'm going to try. I don't know when this carriage shows up. Uh, could... The carriage... Okay, so how, is, how is the carriage going to show up here in town? Carriage, you assume, will not come into town. Oh, well then, yes. yeah, I'm going to take a long rest. That guy can wait. They said they they said they would come to us. Yeah. I can fly around and uh, around the town and see when the carriage comes while you rest. This kid, I can fly. I mean, it might be nice to have a warning, but also. I, I'm going to lay down you right assume now. assume by taking a long rest you are rejecting the invitation. I, I don't it, assume that. For, I just explained why I... It was for last night or tonight. But for this evening. Tonight. This evening. It's one o'clock. But the castle is hours away. Yeah, we can rest Hours like by cart? What, what if we go... Let me just take a short so rest. Hang on. Yeah, long rest says... Extended downtime. Yeah, let's... let's um, how... How far away light activity, cart? including reading, talking, eating, or riding in a cart. Standing watch for no more than two hours. Strenuous activity, like one hour of walking. No, but thank you, kid. Let's let's lay down now. Muriel can tell us where and when the cart appears. We'll casually walk to the cart for less than an hour. For less than an hour. And then we'll 
rest while we're riding in the cart? Um, we're resting right now because we can talk while we rest. Yeah, I started my long rest like three hours ago. Okay, uh, Muriel flies around. There is a uh, large carriage with uh, two big black horses snorting nearly 10 minutes outside of town, just waiting. Alright, I'm just gonna dive back down toward the house and get them all in town. That sucks. I think it's eight hours away. I think I think it's worth not pissing him off more. I mean, how could he be more pissed off? He's killed like everyone he loves and destroyed his statue. And I mean, I feel like we could rest inside the carriage if it's eight hours away. We could at least get it for our to rest. I mean, I mean, you know the land well. It is not eight hours away. It's about. Uh, it's about. Four to five hours if you're walking uh, by carriage, they could do it considerably less. So that's a short rest. He invited us to dinner. We can rest or we chow down. Um, what if we give take out the stone, the sending stone, give Muriel the sending stone? She's right here. I uh, know, and she doesn't come with. She goes through her family. If something crazy happens, we communicate with her. But, I mean, we're not going to fight Strahd tonight. We can't. We're not strong enough. But what if he fights you, like, attacks first? I mean, if he, wanted to, if he wants to kill us, he will. I mean... Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm not super excited about if he wants to kill us, he will. Shouldn't you just... I feel like if you destroy everything he loves and his statue, you should probably bring some means of escape. Do you have that? Wash is going to start long resting while casually walking to the front gate. Okay. On the on the way, uh, Taylor Swift is going to meet me. Okay. Did she find a lady boxer come? Can no. you ride a Taylor Swift? No, those are all cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, she's going to hand me the imp head anyway. Okay. And uh, I'm just like as restfully as I can walk, walking out to the cart. Just keep your top half asleep Noted. and then your bottom half awake. Or you um, could just ride Taylor I, Swift. I, I try to do left and right. My left half is asleep while my right half walks. I feel like that would be kind of like a dragon. My athletics is really high. What if Taylor Swift pulled us in a car? All of us in a hand wheelbarrow? We don't need the ride, thanks. Um, yeah, how long does it take to... Ten minutes walk outside of town. Yeah, which which it's, gate? It's not uh, outside the east gate. Oh, this is gonna take like an hour to walk there. Anyway. Gate. Not the. Um, I'm gonna cast message to the nightmares. We're we're coming. No need to leave early. Um. And as I'm as I'm walking through town, I'm gonna be looking for anybody that looks friendly, like they would maybe join Wu LLC. I thought you said that. The invitation might not. Uh, I mean, I already used its magic on you. Might as well see if it can work on someone else. I don't know if that's how it works. Well, I don't either, but we're going to find out when Strahd either kills you or you fly away. I guess, I mean, if the bats keep away the ravens, doesn't mean, like, the bats attack the ravens? Because then. I, I mean, you're telling me. I don't know anything about these bats. 
Do they? They do. Okay, we're ready to fend off some bats. Maybe it's best that you stay here, Muriel. Are any of you walking with me? I'm just casually strolling. Right, right, you guys walk 10 minutes outside the town. Be- uh, before we go, before we go, sorry. I already left. I wanted to run into the library where all the cats are. Okay. I'm going to quickly look for any books on religion. All right, roll uh, investigation check at disadvantage. Cool. So that, uh, that fancy Stroud book we found that you think he's looking for, man. Like, Is that on you? No. It's in the lead line box. Five. Like that's not, it's the lead that's line not even at disadvantage yet. No. Yeah. It's upstairs in the house. So, like, do you think it'll make sense for us just, like, Womp copy it down? And then we can just, like, destroy the book or something? Yes, what are we doing with the book? What are we It's, it's in the... Uh, we lost it, Elinid. No, no reason to look for that. It's gone. <laughs> when Willie woke up that dead guy, he was able to pull it back to the land of the dead with him. <laughs> terrible, terrible thing, but it's gone. Whole lead box. And since we're already on the way to the cart, you can't check any of this. Just where, I said that out loud. Is it, is it safe? But is it safe? I don't care where it's at, as I'm safe. And from, it's not from whom? We're not taking it to Stroud's house, are we? I mean, we'll, we'll we'll make some good points. Maybe that gets us in his good graces. Right, we copy it down. We're like, hey, bro, we found this book. It looked kind of personal. Just want to give it back to you. But we have our own copy of it, man. No, don't tell him that. Nah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. Just the first part. I I take the book. Can I take the book and write it down? I've got my forgery kit. I can write really fast. No, it's not here. It's back at the house. I mean, it's that guy took it to the land of the dead. <laughs> okay, but that's a great idea. We should do that. We should take it back to him. Unless, do you think it'll give him some sort of unseen power? I, I have the keen email feed. I have the book memorized. Um, but no, no, do you think do you think giving it back to him is a bad idea? I think everything that happens in Barovia has a negative consequence of some kind. You just have to find the things that have the smallest negative consequence. Do you think it gives him more power? She had it hidden from him. I think, as I said before, if she's afraid of it, we should be afraid of it. That's that's the only thing I know. She was playing for power, and she... In all the long years of the Lockie history, the Vokter family did not have the power to overtake the city until now. Maybe it was the stealing of the bones, if we believe those bones to even be the bones that we're talking about. I think this is a rare opportunity to actually get on Strahd's good side. There is no good side of Strahd. I know. He's using you or he's killing you. What if we try to use him? You can't use him. You don't know that? I know that. Do you think you're the smartest person to ever come to Barovia in 400 years? I think I might be the only person, we might be the only people that have had this book that's actually against Strahd. 
she she had dozens of years to copy the book and return it. She chose not to. She knows him and the land better than us. She still had a mouth, man, and be kind. I mean, maybe it's something that we could use later, like pretend, like hold it over a fire, and he wants it back, and we're about to drop it. I don't know. Okay. Wait, am I? Am I there? Did I go back? I don't think they've gone anywhere. Oh no, I'm standing with one foot on the cart, like ready to get in. The cart? Carriage. Whatever this thing is. Oh, you went out to the carriage? You said we walked ten ten minutes. Well, but then the book was back in the house, and oh no, this. I've just been teasing Elianid that the book was possible. Just just off the road, it's just a gleaming black carriage. It's beautiful. As I'm walking. Seen it before. The two horses that are standing there are stopping and just chomping. They're not nightmares. They're, from what you can tell, normal horses. But they just look angry. Like, just the, their teeth, their eyes, uh, they look fuming. But as you get closer to the carriage, the door just swings open on its own accord. And inside is a dark figure sitting back, all the way in the back corner. Um, hidden in the shadows. That's where we'll take our break. looking clothing and he uh, just pulls up pulls the reins tight and uh, you're good because he's up there you're a good 20-25 feet from him okay is it you're a newcomer I'm assuming you're one of the Vistani uh, the Vistani too are dressed real powerfully he's all in like black oh okay he says, no, <laughs> you are mistaken. Uh, well, I, he'd be correct. I'm not exactly familiar with the land. Newcomer. It's rare that this would happen so soon. Is it? The master will dine with you tonight. I'm sorry? The master will dine with you tonight. Uh, Gary will recall the fortune that he had been told prior, um, and go, what's... I, I, I expected so. Are you to be my right? The door opens of its own accord. Take that as a yes, <laughs> and, uh, he will, um... Can I, uh, roll kind of a, uh, perception check to see if sure. there's any kind of... Maybe like hostility or potential dangers in doing this. Yeah, roll perception check. Stranger danger. 
That wasn't it. That, that is going to be a seven. Or eight, sorry. Uh, everything's so new. This strange land, the dark figure. Even the way he's sitting and turns his head after the carriage door opens. Uh, he's not making eye contact with you. He just looks like he's waiting for you to get in. All right. Uh, I, I guess Gary will reluctantly step into the carriage, kind of offset from the, the differences in the hospitality from the people that he had just left. Okay. You step in, and uh, pretty quickly, the carriage starts off on the road again. Um, the road is similar to what you've been on, but it starts becoming drier as you are actually climbing up into this mountain. Either side, trees uh, for a while, but then on your left side, it actually, the trees start to drop off and the mountain crags just kind of go up and down, up and down, and you cross over a bridge. You hear as you're crossing over the bridge a waterfall. You think, I think I'm at the top of the waterfall, uh, not far from this bridge that I saw from down below. And uh, you continue on these windy mountain roads. Off, you look out the windows to your right, and you see this castle, a tall thing with several uh, towers and spires sticking up out of it. And uh, sometimes you seem like you're going towards it. Sometimes you seem like you're going away from it on these windy roads. Inside the carriage, it's um, old. The leather is very old, but it's uh, well-maintained. It's very rich. There's four lanterns inside, but uh, they don't look like they're used very often. The wax is all burned down, the candles inside, almost nothing. And uh, you sit here in the dark. Okay. Uh, Gary will just kind of spend his time uh, meditating and kind of praying to Sahanine for guidance, guidance in what is about to happen, I suppose. All right. Um, after a while, uh, the wagon, or the, um, it stops. What is this thing called? Um, it stops, and you hear the person up front um, jump down. He uh, comes over to you. His, his hood is down. He has gray skin, uh, darker shade, but tall ears of an elf. And he comes over to you and says, there will be others joining for dinner. Say again? There will be others joining for dinner. Okay. Um, you will come with them. He just hits the side of the carriage. As he's saying that, you hear these voices inside your head, just kind of small at first. But then they start to rise. Voices like, no, please, please don't. And then scream. And then another one. And it's starts to become so loud the closer he gets to you that you almost can't hear his words as he's saying there will be others. He has to repeat himself. And then uh, as he turns and walks away, it's the side of the carriage. You think, who's driving this carriage? Um, it just starts wheeling down the road. The voices die. They fade. Can I roll any kind of like uh, perception check to see if I can discern anything specific the voices were saying? Or is it just kind of incoherent? Uh, sure. Roll perception check. 
<laughs> That's about on par. That's going to be a seven. Uh, they were very unpleasant screams. Um, you, you heard one that you had just like yelling, no, please, no. Okay. Um, but you can roll Arcana or Religion if you want to try to... Uh, I will roll an Arcana. <laughs> that is going to be an 11. Yeah, you're not sure what that was, but it was closer. But it only happened when he was near you. He came down to speak with you. Okay. All right. Well, I, I guess I don't really have much of a choice other than being hitched along this ride now. All right. Um, you go down the road, um, eventually coming to another set of those big gates, similar to what you saw before. You go through them. And um, now you start actually going downhill and winding down. Um, you see if you look up the one side of the carriage, off in the distance, miles and miles away, a tall mountain. If you look on the other side of the carriage, you see um, also many miles away, about the same distance, another tall, uh, even higher snow-capped peak. And uh, you seem to be going down some valley in between these two. And you wind down. Uh, one point off on your left, you see uh, a good distance away from the road, uh, uh, a windmill, an old windmill, uh, with an onion dome on top of the panes, what are they called? The things that spin um, are uh, barely, there's, there's no cloth on them anymore. Actually, veins. Veins, that's actually better. Panes. That was close. You're thinking of a window, not a windmill. Um, but you're in this wagon for hours. Hours? Just, yep. Going down the road. Take a long rest. Okay. Well, I would probably pull out some of the uh, singing metal then and start chewing on it in order to just kind of meditate and relax. Um, again, just. Uh, reciting small prayers to Sehanine and just seeking for guidance and reflecting on the uh, the reading that Madame Ava gave me uh, before. Okay. And that's essentially what he'll be doing for that duration. All right. Eventually, the wagon comes to a stop. Uh, and it just sits there on the road. It actually, before that turned, like it's facing the other direction, pulls off the road and just waits. It's it's stopped then. It's stopped. I'm going to attempt to leave the wagon. You to open the door, and the carriage door does not open. Okay. Um, investigation check to see if the door is locked, or if I'm pulling a push door. <laughs> uh, that is a seven. Uh, it, you can tell it's definitely locked. You can tell that it is magically locked. Mm. You don't know how or why. You guess that the carriage is just waiting. Uh, I guess I'll continue to wait. All right, no after what seems to be an interminable time period, <laughs> uh, you hear voices on the road. You're sitting there in the corner of the carriage in the dark when it swings open on its own accord. You guys want to describe your characters? Well, first, as I'm walking up to the carriage, yeah. um, I'd like to try to inspect the wheels. Okay. 
see if there's a weakness, flaw, okay. something, just anything that looks like, oh, maybe I could accidentally trip and, and break that spoke, and then this trip would take eight hours. Okay. Uh, roll investigation. Are you touching it or just perception? No, I'm just trying to casually as I walk up. All right, perception. Great. 18. Yeah, these are very well-maintained wheels. I'm going to try it anyway. You're going to try what? Like a fake trip. <laughs> and fall forward and just like try to slam my forearm down on a couple of the spokes. Okay. I'm prepping to suit because you got hit by a car, right, man? You, you receive four bludgeoning damage as you just nail the, it's like an iron rim on the outside of this thing. It just like hits your arm. You're like, what? I don't get to try for anything. Yeah, you did. It, it, it was evidently more strong than you. Uh, I see how it's going to Ned, do you want to describe your character? Yes. So I am a light purple uh, tiefling. You see. Uh, I'm in studded black leather with golden pieces of jewelry all over. I have like rings on my on my horns. I have earrings, nose pierced. But know that all that's kind of hard to notice because you see my bright blue eyes. I don't have pupils or it's just all blue. Just all blue. Like no iris or anything. Just blue eye. Um. You also notice I'm well endowed, the chestal region. Um, but yeah, and I'm wearing a cloak. Well, hooded. Uh, I'm not wearing a hood, but I have like a tied off cloak thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. With a golden owl, little owl thing holding it together. And that's it. There's a picture of me. You want to see it? Oh, nice. I found it on the internet. <laughs> Willie? Uh, hi, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Willie. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, Willie is, uh, he's wearing like a local Jamaica that he found with a coat that's like a couple sizes too big. Uh, he's wearing like some black, black boots that are laced up front, and, like cargo pants. He's got a guitar slung over his shoulder. That's really, he's got a sword that he found. It's a little bit rusty. Actually, I'm pretty sure we found a sword that wasn't rusty. Oh, goddamn, you found the magic axe when you were on all That's right, Willie has a no, fancy no, no, magic Willie. axe. Willie has it? Yeah, Willie has the axe. Oh, okay. And also was... has the plus two spear. But it's the second. Willie has a fancy axe. The whole time we're it's like up here. a really nice axe. Taylor Swift is running around in the woods trying to find Arnaldo's dead body to loot it. One item at a time. Run it back to the house. Find stuff like the end of a leg of the foot in a, in a trap. Does it look like the boot would fit Willie? No. Too, too small feet. And uh, you see an armored figure that just like biffed it onto the wagon wheel. Character wheel. You're like, oh, what? You yeah. have to describe your character. Uh, full armor, head to toe. Can't see any skin. Antlers attached to my helmet that come down across my face, sort of like a football helmet type of grill. Um, black cloak hung over my armor and leather chaps in the front. And uh, 
I always say that the eye holes in my helmet are like Deadpool's mask. Oh, yeah. They're like very expressive, even though it's a metal helmet. Mm. So if I ever say like I'm glaring at you, like, like the, the, the yeah, helmet they actually yeah. does do yeah. it. Is it plate armor? Give me a perception check. Um, <laughs> it's a chain mail. Okay. Uh, the figure that is sitting in the back of the carriage is a it's a very plain individual by build. He's wearing kind of like a uh, a tattered cloak and a uh, a leather uh, proper term for curious is that how you pronounce it? Essentially, just like a leather chest piece. Jodhpur? Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, kind of a gray cloak, gray hooded cloak, leather chest piece, and uh, on the bottom is just like a dark, um, I suppose you'd call them pants. I, I don't exactly know. It's like a woolen pants and worn leather boots. So it feels like he's been walking for a very long time. Uh, and strapped to his side is a uh, sickle with a full moon and a half arcing circle jutting out of the pommel. And on his back is a, a kind of medium-sized crescent shield. Uh, his Figure in general, like beyond that, is just very average, tan skin, shuffled, uh, shuffled black hair, uh, and green eyes, standing about like five ten. You capture all this, but in the film noir, like he's in the dark, and you just see a you know a, a brief glimpse of light through the way. I mean, this is. Did you say race? Human. He's he's human. Sorry. Everything's racist. <laughs> And you're outside the carriage, staring into the carriage. Uh, Wait a second. So the, you're inside the carriage, they're outside the carriage. And he just kind of face planted on the wheel, right? Yeah, he's up now. But face plant, I fell forward and slammed my forearm really hard into the spokes. Can I roll and uh, I guess an insight check to see if I could figure out like. Understand what he was doing, or if sure. he just did that by mistake. Roll an insight check. I see trying to insight me. I'm going to say there, there was a crab. As a 22. Two oh crab. yeah, he yeah, was definitely on purpose. Two crabs actually. They work in pairs. <laughs> uh, are you right there? You know, this is. Uh, are you being forced to go? Why are you attacking the wheel like that? It was an accident, man. I just tripped over that. Crab. It didn't very much look like an accident. Well, you didn't see the crabs. <sighs> Alright, I suppose. Uh, are you also going to the dinner tonight? Are you to be the guest as well? I assume you're Strahd. As well. <laughs> no, uh, names. Apologies, I suppose introductions are in order. I'm not very much of a people person. Uh, names Garenheim. Uh, I'm don't, not really from around here. Are you locals? Uh, yes. We own property here. I'm 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 Willie. Um, you know if there's like a sleeper carriage coming or a uh, sleeper carriage, no. But if you need assistance with sleep, I've got some herbs that might help you. I'm don't, free. Don't, don't give him any herbs. I was gonna climb in, but not too fast that so it would interrupt a long rest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been interrupted by the by the walking. We haven't walked for an hour. <laughs> 62 minutes. <laughs> um, 
Wash is going to lay down on the ground two minutes away from the <laughs> Gerenheim, you say? Gerenheim, yes. Hi, I'm Elunad. Elunad? Elunad? Yes, you can call me Ned. Ned. Well, I suppose most folks call me Gary. I'm not really impartial to it, one way or the other. Well, it's nice to meet you. I guess, pardon my uh, friends here. They aren't clumsy, as am I sometimes. And I, I go wash their dirt. Clearly, no crabs here. I saw two crabs. I climb into the carriage. I wash. All right, you, you climb in. I'm considering just riding on the running board. Okay. Since my long rest is already destroyed, but I'm going to go in and uh, sit down uncomfortably close to Gary. Like if, like if Gary, there's, if yes. there's room for three, I'm sitting like one and a half. Like over. squeezed in, there's probably room for four. Gary's oh yeah, then there's there's like a full seat <laughs> open on that side. Is... Gary is going to stand up and get to the other side and try to act politely about it. It's just oh sorry, didn't as soon as you're up, I lay down on the bench. <laughs> Alright, must have been a long travel. I get it. So watch Ned and Willie are sitting on the other side. Well, where's is... Taylor Swift? Uh, Taylor Swift is running around the woods looking for. Oh. A... I mean. I mean no, I think I think Wash would be nervous about Taylor Swift dying. Um, she's going back to the house. Okay. Um. How did you get in there? She's gonna control. Okay. She can hold the key in her mouth. <laughs> Is our friend with us? Mandoff. Uh, yes, Mandoff came with you. Oh, oh Isaac Lowlander have nice carriage. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Wait, is it Mandoff is with him? Mandoff is with him. He oh yes. Mandoff is with him. Middle. Uh, I'm up on top. He, he was keep an eye out. Even though wolves. he's much taller than these guys, for whatever reason with the angle of the window, the angle of the carriage, you didn't see him until uh they had all gotten in. And then he is a six foot six? He's tall. Goliath here. Big beard. Big glasses, chainmail, but the chainmail is brightly colored, like so. It's just a bunch of chainmail, but like it's bright yellow and bright pink, and he has this big axe, but he also has this big flute. And he like looks in Duck's head and comes in, like says, "Well, Ersic Lowlander said, what do you say? Ersic Lowlander have fancy carriage." Yeah. Are you better at role-playing? Where you tame here? wild horse to pull cart and stranger? That is. And then I am going to say, uh, Mandel, they have special seating on the roof for you so you can see where we're going. As, as oh, on, like, the whole my legs can here. really stretch up here. Yeah, they, they want to give you a seat up there out of respect. He looks in and he goes, Gary? Gary! I don't think they ever actually exchanged names, so the fact that he knows mine, he's going to be wildly disturbed by that. It's just a guess. Yeah. He calls everyone Gary. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fair. It's like, hey, I didn't know you had this block traveling with you. He said, man, I'm a maid. Followed me here. That wasn't intentional, trust me. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. He goes in for a hug. <laughs> Gary, not, not having anywhere to go, will not, re- will not reciprocate the hug, but will just kind of stand there and accept uh, you're, it. You're not sure if it's a chokehold, uh, because 
He rolled a 26 on his strength for the hug. It's pretty strong. Uh, can I roll like a dexterity or something to see if I can wiggle out of this? Sure, you can roll acrobatics or athletics. Let's go with athletics. That is a 19. So. Oh, yeah. You're stuck. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see you too again, buddy. I really need to pay you back for what you did back there. Yeah. I, let's go. You're hugging. He just sits right down under wash his legs. He does what now? Sits right down under wash of legs. Oh. <laughs> and the Every time he moves, like the carriage is like, the door just goes shut behind you, and then the wheels start moving. Well, as we uh, start moving, I guess I'll ask this group, it's like, do, do any of you happen to have any uh, hot water or uh, anything that I might use to brew? If you're tired, I can help you. Man, if you have some water, man, you know, I can heat it up, you know? Uh, I guess I would have a, a water flask on me. Yeah. Okay, I would, I would hand him that. I and can... I mean, it, it's warm. I can use prestidigitation to warm things. Yeah. Yeah. And when he warms the water, I would put the uh, kind cast of... minor illusion to make heat waves come off the top of it. <laughs> the little mirage. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make it warm. <laughs> it looks real warm. I would put uh, some of the grounded up singing metal uh, into the heat flask. This is like the third dose. I think I'm carrying like ten doses. Okay. Um, and just kind of shake it around to try and make an herbal tea of just. Uh, Sleepy time juice, and yeah. and hand it to Wash and be like, it's, "You said you're, you said you're uh, trying to rest. You're wanting, wanting to sleep. This might help you." <laughs> I just had tea. Thank you. Okay. I'm gonna hand it to Willie. Willie drinks it all. Just go. Oh God. <laughs> no, Willie doesn't. Sip, is it good? Oh, it's it tastes like normal water, but it's it essentially acts as like a strong melatonin inducer. So your muscles will be pretty relaxed, and motor skills will be slowed down. So we don't see any change. <laughs> and then this too really hits, man. Right, the wagon is rolling down this forest road. Um, I am, I mean, I guess there's no real reason for it, but I'm power forcing a short rest. Okay. Ignoring people when they talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Willie, you're feeling awfully sleepy as well now. And, uh, yeah, you guys can get a short rest while you travel down the road. I'm sorry, did I get the names mixed up? Is it... Who's Wash and who's... Oh, Wash. okay, that mixed that up earlier. Uh, Wash, Willie, and then... Okay, all right. You know he's Willie because he never washes? Oh, boy. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so you guys rolling any hit dice? Yes. Yes. Willie, are you rolling hit dice? I never took any damage. Okay. I'm sorry, I took damage from my temporary hit points. Uh, Willie, as you are just you just looking out the window, kind of your face up against the glass, rolling down this, mm. rain starts slowly, slowly, 
lightly coming down and uh, you're just very slowly. Uh, rain starts lightly coming down. You can see it uh, just briefly through the trees far off over this mountain lake. The lake itself is just perfectly still like glass, but then these rain drops come and go. Uh, you see these big clouds that just like whisk the rain over off towards the mountain. But you just think about your music and you realize, you know, I really like the, uh, the way my music calms me. It's kind of chills me down and uh, you now have counter charm. And then you even feel like when you're playing, like you looked around and sometimes you're just looking around at like the things around you, like a chair, a table, and Willie's mind, he thinks those things like are into the music as if they want to dance with you. And you now have the animating performance ability. Uh, and are now level six. And I get all my spell slots back. And you can get as many spell slots back as you your new ones are available. So you're not resetting your ones that you've used, but your new yeah. ones are on you. Uh, and uh, Mandoff, uh, he notices some things, but he's not here to tell you about that. Uh, you guys feel a little more robust. Feel stronger. Uh, you both gain hit points, but that is about it at the moment. The last thing we need is for Elliot to be more busty. <laughs> um, That's what I say as I finish my short rest. I sit up. Ah! During the trip, Gary, um, what brings you to Barovia? Uh, I don't really have any real calling. I simply follow whatever uh, Megodis guides me. I'm only here to see what untapped knowledges might be found. I'm told that there is a particularly old and uh, potentially wise individual who rules this land. My hopes is to meet with him and maybe have a conversation. You said you're, you're goddess? Aye. You, you're religious? Uh, in a sense, yes. Um, I follow Lady Sahanai, goddess of the dreams. She uh, has helped me out of uh, many of a, many of a bind. Hmm. Arguably, she's the only reason that I'm here today. Because of here, because of her, I uh, wander wander the lands, walking to seek new knowledges that may assist others in understanding life in its truest nature. While this has happened, Willie is tapping out a song of rest in his bongo drums so that um, anyone who is rolling hit dice can roll an extra 1d6 hit points. For die or total? Uh, you just get extra. Uh, make it a 1d8. Uh, you make it a 1d8 because Willie is so chill okay. from the nettles. If I, if I roll lower on my d8 and I did on my d8, it would be fury. That's a natural one on my team. I'll let you take the first one. Can you add the one? Like advantage. Advantage. <laughs> this doesn't go like into temporary hit points, right? Uh, no, this is you regain extra one d six HP. Okay. Um. That, that's the fact I was gonna give you the nettles. You roll hit dice, but you didn't have that. Well, 
I'll give it as a you know rebounding back. Oh. Music. Appreciate it. While uh, me and oh, sorry, I have to keep looking at your name. Al Yund is uh, is talking. You'll kind of come. Seemed like he comes to a realization. It's like a, I've actually met um, a fortune teller not too long ago that said I might run into an odd bunch. Um, you mean you a witch? Lo- Excuse me. Do you mean a witch? She didn't really seem like a witch, but I suppose that's all a perspective. What do you classify a witch as? A Shibastani named Lady Eva. That is accurate. Oh yeah, she's a total witch. She seemed to be rather nice to me, so I suppose she was a good witch. I've heard it both ways. Well, she happened to tell me that I'd be running into an odd bunch, and you seem to be fitting of that description. She said that you might have some information pertaining to the one that I'm looking for. You said you're looking for the one... The Lord of the Land, whoever that might be. I don't know if... Uh, yeah. Might be familiar. Hell, you need, do you want me to take this? You kind of pussyfoot around a lot. I think we need to be straight with this guy. I can take it. All right. His name is Stroud. And... If you seek wisdom, if you seek anything good at all, you're not going to find it with him. I'm sorry to inform you of that. He is, I don't know if you've heard of this before, you probably have. He's a vampire. He's a very, very, very powerful old vampire. He influences everything within Barovia. And it's... He is a very evil person. What exactly are you classifying as evil? So far, the only thing I've heard is he's a vampire, and that's not necessarily a sin in itself. He holds people within Barovia against their will. We can't leave. Through the mist you came, we can't go back out. He... You're not wrong. His evil is deeply hidden. I'm a little deaf, I'm sorry, could you speak up? His evil is deeply hidden. He uh, is charming. He's friendly. He's handsome. He's winsome. But he has, to our knowledge, enslaved these lands. Do you have any proof of that? I suppose I, I should come a little clean. I have been told that, or rather the Vastani have told me that he has been uh, cursed, and that is the reason that these lands have been entrapped, or the people here have been entrapped. We, we also believe him to be cursed, but it is his choice to extend that curse to all these people. What proof do you have of that? I don't mean to be cynical, but uh, I'd rather have a good understanding of what I'm getting into. Oh, b- believe me, uh, you're not barking up the wrong tree if you're trying to ask hard questions. I, I only think that in our exposure to him, it's evident that his greed and self-interest come before all else. 
So the evil that he works is not extreme on the day to day, but measured out over a lifetime, over many lifetimes. He does not seem to be on the side of good. Well, with all due respect, he doesn't sound any different from your average politician. I mean, I constantly fight with politicians. I wanted to kill like an entire city council in the last town I was in. Gary will take note of that. Um, and I, we did just kill like the entire noble class of the, the very last town that we were in. Did you have any calls for that? They were evil. They were politicians. They were abusing their people. And so you just outright murdered them, not diplomacy. Diplomacy can get you a certain distance, but it rarely can get you to justice. Justice in itself is a rather subjective term. Indeed. As is morality for that matter. So Indeed. I suppose judging isn't really my place. It is mine. <laughs> what makes it your place to judge? Even those uh, present company potentially excluded to preserve their feelings who pretend not to judge must judge. Only those with the right constitution can execute the judgments that they believe in. So you believe yourself just of this execution because you are strong? Every man believes himself to be just. The thief believes himself to be just. The murderer believes himself to be just. This is true. So we all do the best we can. Hey man, the people here, man, they aren't into straw, right? Like, the only, like, right to rule comes from, like, the will of the people, man. And, like, Straw doesn't have their will, so he doesn't have the right to rule, man. You get it? I'm trying to figure out how Gary would respond to that. Our, our friend William is hard to understand. He comes from a foreign land. But Do the rest he, of you not? He comes from a very foreign land. He frequently speaks in riddles, but above anyone we've met here in Barovia, his heart is true. The things that he says are confusing, but rarely wrong. I understand that people here have undergone some strife, or at least people of lower class. Uh, as is the case with really any kingdom, you have people who are struggling. I also understand that it has uh, not been a point of, uh, not the first time that this has been a point of contingency. Uh, there have been revolts in the past that have been very quickly uh, subdued, I guess you would say, rather ended violently. And so it's difficult for me to say that the will of the people should be followed if it's just going to lead them to ruin. And in addition to that, it's not really my place to say 
how a foreign town should be governed. But I will say that I have lived in a kingdom full of, full of corruption. Uh, and in my efforts to liberate that, it's only led to more ruin. So unless you truly understand the story and you have all the information, the facts, I don't know that really any good conclusion can be met. Strahd, man, that guy's like a master manipulator. You should have seen what he did to Wash here. Like, I mean, Morbin Charmin, like he said, like, I'm just saying, he, you know, he didn't want to talk about the facts. He just wanted to, you know, take advantage of the guy, man. Also, he keeps, like, hitting on this chick who said she's not interested, and that's not cool. Yeah, and... I understand the desire for facts, truth, and the pursuit of that. But I've seen Strahd. We've met Strahd. He has used his magic to bend our wills. And personally, that is a an offense that I don't take lightly. Um, I believe he's doing that to this entire land. We've, I'm trying to slip into your accent. I'm sorry. I do that from time to time. <laughs> uh, but we, we believe that he holds this curse over this land in an unjust way, in a way that bends people's wills to his own where they have no free will. No true free will. Wash, can you give me a wisdom saving throw? I believe that advantage. Right. Um, Four. Oh. Fourteen. Okay. For me, personally, I... I agree that we we shouldn't get into the into the middle of the politics of a foreign land, but seeing as how we can't leave here, I don't see a way forward that doesn't directly us, involve us in there. Nevertheless, nevertheless, Jerry, Gary, you can call me Gary. Gary. You speak with great wisdom. You should not take our word. You should not take our ideas or our feelings. If you, Trust me and no offense, I've no intention to. If you seek the truth and you seek the light, that's, that's the only recommendation I can give to you. I'm not so naive not to uh, take into account the overwhelming, the vast quantity of opinions that uh, suggest caution when dealing with this man. However, I am here of my own volition and did travel here voluntarily in search of knowledge. And so as of right now, until I've seen to have uh, acquired, acquired such knowledge, um, I have no intention of leaving just yet. 
don't encourage you to. I don't think that you can leave. But, as I said, trust yourself, seek the truth. Going to find it here. Thank you. Um, this whole time, I've just been wiggling teeth on an imp's head. <laughs> uh, your uh, roll strength check? Just delicately, intricately, slowly. I'm willing to take the days, check. if not weeks, to get these imp's teeth. Okay, okay. What am I rolling? Uh, you're not trying to force it. Oh, no. Dexterity. We'll do do dexterity. Fourteen. Yeah, you feel like you would take a little more time. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just. It's like a hobby. I'm just this little imp's head going top and bottom, each one individually. Yeah, I mean it's got some nasty sharp fangs. Oh yeah, that's what I'm into. That's what I'm. Yeah. All right. Uh, you guys have passed the windmill up on your right now. The road is winding up, up, up into more mountainous terrain. Gary, I appreciate, still pretty light. I appreciate your candor. Um, you seem like you're, you may be tested. This is a dark place. We've seen dark things, experienced dark things. If there's anything I can do to help while you're here, while we're together, I will. Um, what is it that you're hoping to learn from Stroud? I don't have any uh, particular goals in mind. However, initially when I came here, I was looking for a, a specific book. Uh, Van Richten's Guide to Vampires, mm. and it's told that I might be able to find it here. At the very least, in a, uh, a being who's lived multiple lifetimes surely has some type of information that might be useful, some type of uh, knowledge that's a little harder to come by. It's not necessarily any kind of particular direction that I hope, just general wisdom that I try to pick up on to assist myself and those that I come across who seek it uh, to live a better life. You try to help people live a better life? Me too, man. How do you do that? Wisdom and knowledge is essentially a passive effect. The more that you know, uh, the easier of a life you have. Knowledge in itself is power. And I would argue that the powerful live a quite a happy life. Interesting. I may want to talk to you more later about that. Uh, <laughs> Always open for conversation. <laughs> Sitting like two feet away from him, you just look at the wall. <laughs> it's 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 not that I, it's not that I don't want to talk now. I just. I don't know how comfortable I am diving deep into this now, before we get to Strahd. And... I will say the first step towards making people's lives better is not burglarizing their homes. 
I would agree. That's pretty wise advice. Who would do that? No one in this carriage, I promise you. Elliot has broken into like hundreds of homes. I mean, if you see a home that looks like it has something valuable in it, even when we tell her not to, if she, she just breaks it. Do you have anything valuable on your person? Uh, Don't answer that. I mean, answer it in your head and then hide those items. Gary's just going to kind of turn to Ellie and is that true? Do your friends, if they can be called that, speak the truth? I mean, they're making it sound worse than it is. She stole a fork from me. She's got she's gotten us kicked out of every place we've ever lived. I had some of my my own my own herbs. She stole those from me. I gave them back. Yeah, yeah. Typically, when she gets caught, she'll fess up to it, but she has to be caught. This doesn't sound like a Ferris that I have any business meddling in. You should probably be. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to warn you. She's sitting awful close. Well, at this moment, you realize her hand is in your pants. <laughs> you actually see Ned's hands very pointedly wrapped together. Uh, I'm, I mean, I can't, I can't lie. Like I've not been the upstanding citizen at all, often in my life. I had to fight for everything that I have ever had, including my freedom. She is learning to choose good over evil. Which is not as easy as it sounds. And it's not a path. It's just a choice. Yes, but when... For me, it seems that it is far too easy, easy to justify... I guess evil things when you're emotionally invested, when you when you can see some sort of good. Like for example, we we recently found an orphan who was living with a priest in the time we just left. The priest had died and he'd had no one to take care of him. We decided to take him to a local family that we had known a little bit. But I knew they had a secret. And that secret included a, a safe that had things inside of it. So I decided that I wanted to go find out that secret to make sure it was a safe place for that child to live. But also, upon finding the contents of the safe, you just took them all. Just you did not verify them to be safe for a child and leave them. Right. That's That, that point is when you crossed from trying to help the child to helping yourself? I, I view it differently. I took him so I didn't have I to... I know, that's what I'm telling you. You're wrong. But in the moment, I didn't want to... You were wrong in the moment. Because I knew one of the bags that I pulled out stuff that had animals, like an elk that almost killed me. I didn't want to do that in the attic. But... I, 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 and I understand it, it's just, it's complicated. It's complicated for me. It's. Gary, roll another insight check. Insight check? Yeah. It's much too easy for me to. Uh, that is going to be a 14. I feel like Ned's maybe in denial. You, you, you seem to be siding with your friends. Who's in the button? Ned, you seem, seems to be in denial. 
you are more persuaded by Wash, perhaps. Yeah. But, I mean, I understand that what I did is wrong. I, mostly. But in the moment, I felt like it was right. And also, when I was exposed, I gave everything back. I never intended on keeping anything for myself. Uh, Wash is going to go sit next to Willie. In my mind, I was still on the other side with Gary. Yeah. Crossover. Oh, okay. But for me, the line between good and bad is blurry. And I apparently sat on the bad side or the wrong side. And that's, I'm okay with that because I'm trying to get better. But it does cause my friends a lot of trouble. Uh, Gary is going to kind of just let up a, uh, just kind of a, a slow exhale. Well, uh, it seems that your group has uh, been through a bit of drama um, and has been through a few struggling trials. Uh, <laughs> it is not my place to judge you on past actions, uh, so to speak. However, to be fair, I don't necessarily know you folk. Um, and that's really all there is to that. Um, I appreciate the warning. Wash, was it? Yeah, hide yourself. Also, absolutely is your place to judge her past action. <laughs> we'll leave that for another time. You seem to be full of uh, opinions that we could have plenty of conversation on. But I don't believe this to be the time or place to debate philosophy. While we're, while we're talking about this stuff, though, and while she might... Willie, maybe even you, I don't, I don't know. But... I oftentimes feel alone on this path. I, I think it's a path. Watch this, it's not a path. Stop calling it a path. I want to be redeemed. I want whatever... There is no path to redemption. I want to be redeemed. Don't... Don't imagine yourself being good someday. Mm. Just be good today. As long as you feel like you can, you know, improve and you keep working to improve, that means you're taking the right steps, man. If there are no steps on the path. Don't. Just do the tiniest good you can. Exactly. And then after that, do another good. Don't look at something. And I hear that, and I hear that. The problem is, when I'm by myself in situations, I have a hard time deciding if it's good or bad. I'm gonna, constantly telling you what to do. I'm gonna, I don't know why you don't listen. You make a suggestion here. Don't like. Don't even stop doing evil. Walk away from our group and then say, oh man, I'm alone. I'm going to go do something bad. <laughs> I hate to say it, but really made a hell of a good point. I'm not I don't I don't want to I, I love you guys I think I, crazy. I, I don't want to have to be with you all the time and what I was trying to get to is <sighs> Gary will realize that Eluin is kind of struggling at this point especially from being berated by the other two companions and kind of put a uh, a, shoulder, uh, a hand on her shoulder and says I understand what you're trying to say 
And though your friends may debate with you about semantics, I agree that you do have the potential to do good deeds. Well, you just touched her body? I did. There's a hand on the shoulder. Uh, but I do believe that you have the, the potential to, as you say, do good. How do your friends do make a good point that it's not a destination, destination in the future? Uh, however, in that same vein, you are also correct that the notion of good or evil is a rather uh, ambiguous ideal. There's no, there's no concrete action, there's no concrete idea or sit path that is good or evil that is up for you to decide. Um, it's, it's ultimately what you feel is right and what you feel is morally correct. So if you're defining these things that you're doing as, as harmful or as wrong, you seem to already have a, a moral compass. You're just voluntarily choosing the the path that is the opposite direction of where you're wanting to go. Wash is going to take your hand off her shoulder and drop it in your lap. Uh, Gary is going to allow it. And say, Elena does lots of good. Elena also just does lots of bad. As does any living creature. More than most, she struggles with the ideas of good and evil. Since we seem to be on the topic, I suppose this is a good question to ask you all. Do you believe that it is entirely possible for a living creature to be wholly good or wholly evil? You said wholly or wholly? Oh, entirely good or entirely evil. Did you say entirely or entirely? Completely, I think. Did you say completely or completely? What exactly is what? the difference you're trying to distinguish? I know what you're talking I mean, if we gotta, you know, if we have to kill someone who's evil, man, I don't want to know that, like, he volunteers at the animal shelter on the weekends, you know? Why wouldn't you, though? Wouldn't that give you cause to hesitate in killing him? What killing is, why is the killing a necessity in that situation? I don't, I'm just saying, man, we don't need to flesh out the full detailed context. I'm just saying, we know, right, like, there's this guy who's actively committing genocide. I don't want to, you know, nobody's also like a really good dad. Gary's going to get like visibly frustrated at this. He's like, so you willfully choose to be ignorant in effort to soothe your own conscience. Yeah, man. I feel like that's better than committing genocide. <laughs> After winding through this craggy mountain roads, uh, you pass through this, one of these giant sets of, uh, not, not, it's not a gate, it's a huge wall kind of built into the rock. And the road suddenly takes a left-hand turn, uh, a direction that you've seen before. This is where um, Apollo dropped you off, and you guys first met the carriage. 
the boot starts down the road. It, it, the road switches here almost like it's paved um, and straight. Well, I mean, Ish. I, I don't, I mean, I don't think you can be entirely good or entirely evil. I think that there's always going to be some sort of nuance. And I used to like to think that's where I lived, is in that nuance, and I can, nothing is truly bad if I can convince myself there's a good reason to do it. But I'm saying is how that's not, saying, seeing that, that that's not always true. But what I really wanted to ask both of you, too, is where, where, how, you, you, you seem to serve deities that I, I, how do you do that? How do you serve a deity? How do you, how do you communicate with a god or a goddess? And maybe that could be a path or a, that, yeah, that could be a step. That could be a, a thing. That could be a good thing to do. My communication with, uh, my god of Sahanine is simply because she wills it and I allow it. It's not uh, something necessarily that uh, that I can command. It's more of a uh, a calling, if you will. It isn't something that is forced, if that's what you're insinuating. I just... I don't know. In the same way that you don't need me to tell you what is good. You don't need a higher power. The good is evident in the world. Good is apparent. When you see that orphan boy, you don't wonder. Now, I will admit good and the light is hard to find in this land. It's confusing. There's, there's darkness hidden in good. There's good hidden in darkness. Is it good to kill a woman in the street? You know. I would say no. Is it good to kill a lady doctor in the street? I think so. But there is very little good in this land. We have to find the cracks. We have to find the orphans, the ravens, those who are out here helping others. wagon turns and the carriage turns, you see not far away the startling presence of Castle Ravenloft with its tall spires surrounded by walls. You appear to be about to arrive. Um, whenever Willie isn't expressly doing something else, he is do he is performing counter charm. <laughs> I was trying to look. I don't think there's like a like once per day, once per long rest. It's just literally as if you are able to play your guitar, mm -hmm. well, it says as an act you can perform until the end of your next turn. So, like, I take that to mean I'm using two actions. Every six seconds. I mean, 12 seconds. 
Right, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think your year. first performance counts till the end. Yes. So okay. you could and play it, do it while you've done it, and then it. Correct. Okay. You can do it, and it covers through the end of your. Oh, okay. you have you can take a different action that turn, and then on your next turn, though, in between your end of your turn and your next turn is when. Okay. So that stack. But I mean, what I was saying is, you can choose to do it as an action, but I don't think that I didn't see. Is there a limitation? Like no. There's not a once per day, or it's just like if you use your action for it, like you get to do it. Wash is going to go to Willie and say, uh, Are you crossing the carriage again? I feel like I've been here the whole time. I tried to come over here and talk to you a while ago. It says, William, uh, you, did, you, you found an axe, did you not? Yeah, Willie's going to pull out his fancy axe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out my katana. I'm going to say, this is this is also a powerful weapon, but I'm not I'm not certain that it's right for me. Would you like to look at it? I appreciate that. I'm going. And I mean, I assume that I'm a, I'm attuned to it, so I can explain it to him. Mm -hmm. It's it is a powerful weapon. But you just seem like yeah, I mean it's you know close to the sabers that I'm more familiar with. It's got a nice nice weight to it, man. If you would like to use it, you may. Appreciate I mean do you want to use my axe? I, I could try to use it, but I don't know if it would be useful for me. I know that bigger, heavier weapons are more useful to me, and smaller, lighter weapons are more useful to you. I mean, this axe is surprisingly light. Um, I didn't bring the cart for the axe. That's embarrassing. I'm sorry. I like. I was like, why do I always bring my bag? I only need my laptop and then. Yeah, now I'm realizing I keep all that stuff in my bag. Whenever we need a second while they're doing that, I wanted to cast Augury to ask a question to Sahanite. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and... Okay. Uh, I wanted to pray to Sehanine and ask, and the way Augury works is simply just a, a wheel or woe question mm -hmm. or nothing if there's like any an indifferent response. I wanted to ask her if... Uh, Essentially, trying to seek wisdom or seek knowledge from Strahd uh, would, if that is a wise decision, like wheel or woe. And what, what divination tool do you use? Uh, divination tool. Uh, usually, be like casting bones. Oh. Or you could consider it. Like I think it's like it's almost like casting a D4. One wheel, two woe, three wheel and woe. Okay, I see. Um, it's, a, it's like a magic eight ball. So there's some like uh, casting bones in a certain way. Uh, yeah. Cutting open a chicken and reading how its guts fall. You know. Probably uh, would it. Would it work to just use some like uh, stems or branches yeah. that he would have from like harvesting uh, singing metal on the road, mm -hmm. so just kind of like twigs and branches and things like that, and just kind of 
throwing those down and reading them as an omen, okay. I suppose. And so, uh, one more time, what's the question? Uh, would seeking wisdom from Strahd uh, bring weal or woe? Right. You cast it down, and it lands ambiguously at weal and woe. Weal and woe? Weal and woe. Okay. That was a long one. Yeah. I mean, what's going to be your weapon, man? The same weapon I always use. So you just carry this katana for fun? No, I bought that very specifically because it is tied to me in a personal way. I'm not giving it to you. Okay, I'm lending it to you. I understand. Willie. Oh. Oh, yeah. Would you like to try this katana? Yeah, I'm willing. You, you uh, occasionally have been hearing voices, whispers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes snippets. Sometimes you feel like you could have whole conversations. Uh, you, you almost now aren't sure when they're really people talking, when they're off in a distance. Uh, if they're talking to you, if they're talking to somebody else, uh, they kind of come and go. Uh, but as you're in this carriage ride, you hear a you. Yo. Me? You again. Yeah? I'm here? Come here. I go towards where I'm here in that horse room. You just get up and like... Just walks out the way. <laughs> Falls under the wheels. Like, I mean, if I lean out the door, or the window, window. How about are you real? How am I real? Is he talking out loud, by the way? Right. He's yeah. talking out loud. Okay. But he's always saying You feel cold, like an icy chill sensation go down your arm. Do I feel where it's emanating from? Yeah, like down your upper arm, but it just chills your whole body, or your whole arm and into your chest. Can I see like a source for that? And it's, no, as soon as you start looking, it's gone. How are you real? How am I real, man? I mean, how are you here? You're real because you're sitting here. What are you talking about? I think I probably did a bit too much of some hard stuff and I died. You don't love that. What? This is why I didn't take that guy's tea. How are any of us real, man? How are any of us here, man? Like, you have a body. I have a body. Well, of course you do. This is not my tea. Don't look at me. Um, Isn't supposed to put him to sleep? Do you mean like I, William, exist in a body? Uh, or are you does he about that the body that you have back at the house? He's doing it. He just starts talking. You're in a body. Yeah, I'm in a body. Are you moving so fast? My body's in a carriage, man. Here. Whoever you're talking to, you might want to stop. Oh, I forgot to mention, he's also dead. Oh, Sahanine's breath. You feel something trying to take over your mind. I'm not cool with that. But with your music, you're still playing your music? Mm-hmm. It seems to stop. 
You should probably say no. You told me to stop talking to it, Gary. But yes, resist it. goes between two towers. I take off my amulet, okay. put it in the bag of holding. Okay. Does that require attunement? Is that unattunement, or are you still attuned while you're? I, I don't think it does. You don't have to. You don't have to maintain the use of an attuned item. But if you die, you lose all attunement. You go through two guard towers on either side. The carriage is slowed to a much slower pace, and you hear it now uh, going over, you know, from stone, cobblestone, rock to wood as the horses are clomping on this wood. You hear it groaning and cracking. You see just bits of chain uh, going up toward the direction you're coming. Looking out the window, you don't see the ground. It's hundreds, maybe a thousand feet before you see just fog. And uh, suddenly you go through another chamber. Um, you see just little bits of a portcullis that's raised. And uh, you're back onto cobblestone as the horse pulled you, carriage pulled you in. Have you guys noticed how every drop off in this land is exactly a thousand feet? Gary is still uh, concerned with Willie's. What exactly is this voice in your head? Asking you. I, it, it said it wants my body. It asked me if I could have my body. It then asked me my name. I was trying to get your attention, so I said your name, and it thinks your name is my name. That might be good. Do not tell it your name. Try and resist whatever it is that it's doing. Can I keep telling it that your name is my name? Maybe make up a different name, not necessarily use someone in this carriage. Also, stop telling it where we are, maybe. Cheesequake. Cheesequake? Perfect. Nailed it. Cheesequake is my name. Yes. You still play music? Yeah, every six seconds I play music again. <laughs> has, it changed, has it changed mood any? Her? Yeah, man, cheesecake is my name. <laughs> I'm imagining you like the wild stallions, like <clears throat> spring. You, you don't hear the voice in this carriage. Spring. It's calming music. You don't hear the voice at this moment, but the carriage wheels around and instead of going straight, just takes a hard right. Stops. Door swings open. You look out. There's a courtyard. You see the walls of Ravenloft, not far from you. They tower up. Uh, not the walls of the exterior complex, but the actual central building. Uh, there's gargoyles perched at different pockets. There's towers going up. In the center above a huge door is an old, what looked like at some point was a window that's been a round window. It's long broken and, and uh, cracked where it is. Glass shards remain. Two sconces burn on either side of the door. The door is cracked open like that. And uh, the rain picks up as you walk out. Is there any broken glass here on the ground? No. But um, as you kind of look around behind you, there's a wooden portcullis that's rotting with some green mold. 
behind this massive stone gatehouse that you just wheeled through. You're in a pretty big courtyard uh, on either side of this central massive castle. Uh, the courtyard seems to go around further. You guys just want to walk back down to our house and sleep or <laughs> go in now at this point? I mean, we're all, all the way, we're already here. I see no reason to stop now. Stop moving or stop resisting? Stop, wait, what? What? <laughs> uh, everybody roll perception checks. Seven. Four. How far away are we from Velaki? From Velaki? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, you've been traveling for three and a half hours. Or yeah, but at what speed? What distance are we away? Oh, um, distance? Give me a survival check. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I literally can tell it for more than a mile. Because okay. I can talk to Taylor Swift. Yeah, 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 you're way more than a mile. Okay. That's yeah. just what I was checking. I mean, you've if been I going for several hours in space, so that's... Yeah, but the wheels are slightly damaged. It's almost... A very small dent. Yes, maybe 10 miles. Oh, yeah. Um, what was your perception check? 12. Okay. Yeah, you remember I'm perceptive. You do see that the door... You hear this crack of thunder. <laughs> <laughs> You do see the door that's open. Uh, there's a little bit of warm light coming out through it. We're uh, outside right now. You're outside, it's pouring rain. Wash boldly walks over the door, opens it up, and goes in. The door's open. You said, it's outside. you said it was a crack. Well, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't like slink through the crack. They're huge, they're huge doors. They're throwing both they're doors as wide as I can open them. Extra open. AF. Uh, all right. Uh, you hear coming from inside this organ playing. Somewhere inside the castle. I cast a spell music. Yeah, well, you said it was uh, raining outside. Can I yeah. tell what time of day it is? Well, uh, I should be able to. It's getting dark. It's, it's near with the clouds. You don't know exactly when sunset is. Well, I should be able to. I took Keen Mind as oh. a feature. Mind? Yes! <laughs> yes! Uh, it is 5.06 p.m. Okay, all right. Good to know. And it seems very dark. It's real early for dinner. Time do you have dinner? Wait, 7.30? Oh, it's not that early. I just didn't realize that this is starting a pointless argument. Just, just never mind and just keep walking forward, following uh, following Wash. But, uh, yeah, everybody else following? Are the doors wide open? I mean, open enough that you can get in. No, I mean, like oh, I just said, I sure. open Like, yeah. I push them There's as far open, open as they can be. Can be. Real okay. smart. Check to see how dramatic you make it. Yeah. Wide open. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now I go in. Right. Inside is a, a foyer, tall, high foyer with another set of double doors that themselves are open to a much bigger room. Can they open any further? Uh, no, they're entirely open. Okay, I'm gonna go push on them a little bit as much <laughs> as they can. You guys just am I just? Does it sound like the music is coming from in there? Uh, it sounds like the music is louder as you come in here, but. It's coming from not this room. Well, you guys want to walk home now, or what? You hear the doors behind you just... I go back and try to open them again. Oh, they don't open. 
up can, above, you hear this roaring. I'd like to do an arcana check on the doors to see if they're magically sealed, or... Uh, you guys are walking back towards that room? Yes. As you do, you hear this roaring. And you look up, there are four dragons. They look like stone, but as you walk towards the door, their eyes just glare with red, and you see fire beginning to burn in their nostrils. I cast Dispel Dragons. <laughs> I'll take a step back into the direction like where the music is going, uh, away from the main door. Guys, uh, it's very obvious that, to me at least, that we may not leave here alive. If he doesn't want us to live, we won't live. Willie, you hear in your head these screams. Not whispers like just soft, but suddenly screams like, please, please don't, don't, I'm a family man. And then it's cut off. And then another scream is just pure pain. Suddenly, uh, a person behind you speaks and says, the master is waiting for you. And you turn around and uh, an elf, uh, he's clad in studded leather and a rich gray robe. Is this the same one? You recognize him. You're yes. about to be toasted by dragons. What do you do? I say to Mando, go open the doors, and then I walk through into the other room. <laughs> Mando, as he heads towards the door, one of the stone dragons just raises its wings and drops down in front of the door. And uh, it's the red in its mouth starts growing, and Mando turns and walks back with you. Hampton. Dragon starts pacing back and forth. It's a, it's not a full-size dragon, which would fit inside a foyer, but it looks like one. Right. Uh, You're looking awfully airsick. The. Uh, I just walk away. The elf says to Willie and says, "You will pardon some of our defenses." I absolutely will not. Uh, you hear these screams in your head, voices of. People begging for their lives, pleading. At first it's quiet, but it starts to become overpowering as he just glares at you. I won't forgive that either. And I walk through the doors. Yeah, I take a step you, away from the, this guy. The room you're in now is um, a giant vaulted room. Um, let me just read it. Cobweb stretched between the columns that support the vaulted ceiling of a great dusty hall, dimly lit by sputtering torches and iron sconces. Torches cast odd shadows across the faces of stone gargoyles squatting all around the rim of the dome ceiling. Uh, the cracked and faded ceiling frescoes covered in this uh, decay. To your right is the hall continues, uh, and uh, there's a huge double doors of bronze that are closed. Uh, and to your left, a wide staircase. A wide staircase. Huge staircase just climbs up into darkness, and that's where this hell has come. Points and say, uh, points to the direction of the bronze doors and says, "Master's waiting." Aye. Listen, wait longer. Cereal, not cereal, cheese. Oh, Ned. It's embarrassing. What? That's embarrassing. This. Uh, I quickly get in front of the group and lead the way up the stairs. 
I go through the bronze doors instead of going up the stairs. He came down the stairs and is. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I misheard it. Do the bronze. He, he pulls out a scimitar. She's, trying, she's yeah. trying to get into your rooms and rob you. No, 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 Elvish guy is leading us, right? He's following you. He's following us. Yeah. Okay. Pointing he the way stayed basically where he was, pointed the way. I'm intentionally trying to go fast. As soon as you leave his presence, the voices disappear. I'm, I'm just trying to like get ahead of him and like open doors that he told me not to open, like hurry through. The only, uh, so the vaulted room that you're in, it has this kind of hallway that goes off where these big bronze doors are. Other than that, there's that huge staircase. One of the bronze doors. And then there is directly opposite the foyer that you came in, there's another set of big doors. Two two set of doors? There are in a stairway? Two sets of you know this is easier, but uh, Wash is like I wanna upset this elf guy, but I don't know what to do. Uh, can I do that? I can't, never mind. Wash goes to the leftmost set of doors. As you go to the, the wrong, like the wrong doors, leftmost, the leftmost, he steps in front of you. What did, how did this guy get here? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, see, I wish I could show you. I'm like trying to hurry ahead. The, the door here, here, let me show you. This is easier. It's ridiculous. 
Um, no, that's not I mean, you just told me it's the wrong set. It's the wrong set. So, oh, 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 my mistake. Hurry over to the other doors. Here's the um, foyer. Big vaulted stairs. Set of doors. You came in this foyer, big vaulted room, he came down the stairs and pointed you off to that direction. Yeah. Uh, this is the other set of doors. Oh, like I already went and opened this set. Oh, okay. You went and opened that set? As soon as as soon okay. as he indicated I went over and opened that. I'm just I'm trying to get ahead of this guy. Oh yeah, he didn't follow. To irritate him. You open those doors and there's a uh, big dining room. Brilliant light coming from two chandeliers. Run in, sit at the head of the table. And uh, along as closely as I can because I don't want to be left alone in here with the devil and, and this weirdo. This long table with many chairs. The table itself is spread with all sorts of roast beasts, uh, wine goblets. Um, at the end, uh, let's see, pillars of stone stand against these dull white marble walls supporting the ceiling. The center of the room is a heavy long table covered with fine satin cloth. It's laid with many delectable foods, roasted beasts, based in savory sauce, roots and herbs of every taste, sweet fruits and vegetables. Places are set for each of you with fine, delicate china and silver. At each place is a crystal goblet filled with an amber liquid, delicate, tantalizing fragrance. Is there one tablecloth on this whole giant table? Yes. Uh, at the center of the far west wall, between floor-to-ceiling mirrors, stands a massive organ. Its pipes blare out this thunderous melody um, that speaks of greatness and despair. And around this organ are these um, marble figures, cast in marble. Um, and I'm just going to show you the image. And there's a player, a player, there's a creature playing wash heavily at the organ. Yeah. Also, that organ sure is large. Um, That's what she said. Uh, he seems as he just is playing to not be paying attention to you, but just with anger pounding on these keys. There's one other person who's sitting in the room at this moment. Um, she is uh, a young lady who is just with rapt attention. Um, Do I recognize her from the cart the first time? Roll a history check? No, I mean, I, at that time. From the cart? Which cart? The carriage, the first time we met Sean. No. Um, I would no. like to be. You've never seen her. Uh, She's just with rapt attention, didn't even pay attention to you coming in. Harmonizing with on my harmonica to be organ um, counts. Frag cat voice box. <laughs> the organ is so loud in here that even the crag cat is not heard about it. I'll try again. But I mean, watch in here, right? Or is the organ? Yeah, so I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm practicing. Join the crag cat and the guitar. It drowns it out. Wish I could hear definitely some things. I hear the harmonica that I'm actively playing. Uh, you can barely hear it, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to play with Willie. Suddenly, uh, by, well, I'm sight reading the music that he's playing. 
<laughs> Suddenly the music stops, and there's just this harmonica and Craig Katz. But that's a 24 on my performance check to see how closely I was harmonizing. Roll a performance check. And I'm, I'm trying to harmonize not with the music, but with him by sight. Like, I'm trying to read what oh. his hands are doing. Roll a performance Shut check. Up. Which is, just so you know, the performance check is only for volume. But oh, no. at disadvantage? No, no, I'll give it a regular performance check. It's just for volume. Eight. Yeah, yeah, you, you could barely even hear it yourself. <laughs> the figure, not, this is not a real instrument. The figure that turns, you three have vaguely seen before. But now he's not in his cloak. Keep trying. Maybe next time, bardic inspiration. Keep trying. I play it again. <gasps> the girl seated at the table just clapping. That was wonderful, Master. Wonderful. And uh, he just looks at you all as he steps down. He has very pale skin. Uh, his features look hard as stone, sharp, angular. His hair comes down to shoulder length. And his eyes uh, just meet each of yours for a moment as he walks down. His whole bearing just speaks of leadership and authority and power and a presence that he full well knows that this is his home, that he is lord of the land. And as he steps down, he beckons to the seats and says, guests, it's been a long time. Come. It's been like two days. Have a seat. Yeah, I sit at the head of the table. Yeah, I put he, my harmonica. He sits at the head of the table. He made it all the way up. I mean, I oh, said, uh, the, 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 I said, the from the moment we opened uh, the doors, I went to the head of the table and sat down. I would be there first. What's that? We could get the room because I know they have a map for it on there. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's too like big. You'd have to block out DM no, secrets. Uh, the issue. What? Yeah, here. Let me. I mean, I have you there. I mean, is that? Let me see something. Like that's canon. That whole that whole time we're the like three or four playing of the instruments yeah, and like so laughing. you're just rocking out while you're sitting down. Or? You I was just like running over. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally <laughs> just blowing through the voice box of an animal I killed. Right? Did that work? Am I in the right? Um, it's looks like Willie's in the lobby. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Let me get you out of the lobby. Yeah. I should have just done that because uh, I will move you. To the room. That dynamic lighting. Okay, let me zoom on in and I'll show Wash. Since Wash is too good to use, roll 20. So Wash sits at the butt of the table. It's all black. I see that. Yeah. I mean, there was. there was. That's the door, that's the organ. There was silverware set. I wouldn't know that the head of the table is near the organ. You're gonna walk up there and sit in this chair? Uh, no, I'm scurrying. Right. Like there's a little bit of a shuffle. <laughs> Your chainmail just clanking all the way. Along. It's me so I mean, he's playing the organ. Oh, okay. He's playing the organ for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he is going to just look at you and say, "Wave a hand." Have you moved? I'm going to wave my hand back and indicate the chair on my right hand. Okay. Wisdom saving throw? This is a good roll. Is this against being charmed, though? 
because I'm doing counter charm. So he has advantage. So and I gave him bardic inspiration when he was doing the voice box for trying to keep up with me. 20. Okay. Watch, I know you are a man of great humor. Please, out of my chair. Oh, this is your seat? I'd stand up but stay in the spot of the seat. Of course, I would never take the host's seat, but I thought that we were guests of honor. Was that not indicated in the invitation? Why? Please, you can come as my friend or my enemy. Make your choice now. You can cast spells on me as your friend or your enemy. Is there a seat not at the table? Um, there is not. There's an organ bench. <laughs> Wash is going to go sit all the way at the end of the table. All right. You sit opposite Strahd. Uh, you all have a seat? Yes, at one of the main spots for us. Okay. He uh, stands at the spot Wash tried to take. Gary will take a seat next to Wash. Okay. Willie, are you taking any particular seat? They don't have name tags on them or anything. Gary's already sitting next to Mandoff us. Mandoff is already just cramming food in his mouth. Where's Ned sitting? So, seeing the table how it's set now, um, yeah, I'll, she's, she's sitting there? She's sitting right next to Stryker. I will sit. How? Can, uh, can beside Gary. Can Wash do an insight check of how Gary. old this girl is? Gary. Uh, I mean, she's a teenager. If I try I'm to... I'm going to look at Elliot and just go. If I try to cast Detect Poison, will they be able to tell that I'm doing that? Uh, Detect Poison, what's the... Does it have somatic or verbal? Yeah, just keeping up a bongo on my side. No, uh, just keeping that. Verbal. A verbal or... What would you say? Uh, is it uh, verbal or somatic? In verbal or somatic, it is. Yeah, it's indicated it's both. Yeah, they would. They would notice. Uh, uh, when I when I see Gary trying to cast a spell, I'm gonna say, "Oh my God, look at that!" and point at the organ. Gary will try and cast uh, detect poison to see if any of the food or drink in front of us within a 30-foot radius is uh, poisoned of any kind. Okay. I uh, don't. Yeah, Notice any poisons. Okay. All right. Did we get, did we get away with it? Well, did they notice that I did it? You don't know. Can uh, I roll perception or an insight to see if I know? Sure. I mean, that's a verbal, a somatic, and a material component. I mean, it would be pretty hard to not <laughs> carry it away. Gets out cocaine. Detect cuts poison. Up the <laughs> uh, saying perception, that's just going to be an eight. Yeah, you're not sure. Okay. But uh, Strahd's standing at the head of the table, and he says, um, my guests, I think it would be best if we start with formal introductions. Uh, I'm William. <laughs> William Patton. <laughs> you're welcome. Does, does this guy have an invitation? He was just hanging out in the cart when we arrived. Garenheim, correct? Aye. I appreciate using the proper name. Strahd, I assume. 
Yes, well, that's, that's Baron Von Strahd to you. I mean no disrespect, Baron Von Strahd. <laughs> it's fine, it's Count, and he does. Count Strahd, then. Count Von Strahd? Count Von Baron Strahd? Von Baron Strahd. <laughs> you know who I am. Sorry, just Baron is a confused first name. This may be new to you, Baronet. Introductions we normally give them regardless of whether you're known at the table. I understand you weren't raised in these types of settings. It's not. I want to insight that. Is he like being disrespectful? Like, I understand you're a lower class bitch. Is that what he's going for? Go an insight check? I, I, I kind of assume that, but if you need me to do an insight I, check for that, I'll do it. Willie wants to know if he's just up here disrespecting you. That's a six. Willie doesn't know. Should I feel disrespected by that? Natural disrespected by that? I don't know. You want to roll an insight check? That's what I'm looking for here, boss. That one. Yes. Oh. You should feel disrespected by that. That's what I thought. I assumed as much. Read it in, sir. And your name? She is an invited guest. At the very least, at the very least, she deserves your respect. Sitting at your table. Well, he's trying to mix up his uh, level and spiritual hand. He continues to go upstairs and then he's gonna go back to the side and go. Well, I see formalities aren't your thing, but please help yourself to this wonderful meal. The girl next to him goes, I'm Gertruda, I'm Gertruda. He says, No one cares. I know your mother, and I do care. Uh, he sits back with a glass, a wine glass, the liquid in it, not much left, very dark red. Says, Please, you've come a long way and must be parched and hungry. All this is for you. The glasses that are, I assume they're glasses that are in front yeah. of us, are they filled with like water or? Uh, they're filled with a rich uh, champagne looking Okay. Gary will just start taking light sips of that, just kind of okay. lean back, eyeing the, all of the company since he doesn't really trust anyone here right now. Roll a constitution check. <laughs> Love to. That is a nine. This drink that he's tasting is, at least as far as Gary knows, the best champagne he's ever had. It's not much, so it's a low bar to pass. Whether that tastes good or not to Gary, it tastes expensive. I know. Trudeau, your mother misses you. Richard looks at you and says, I don't miss that dirty little village. Thanks for letting me know. Because I know you may have had a difficult time here in Barovia. I thought a diversion might be nice. I have not had a chance to welcome you directly until now, because I myself have been diverted. But I thought it would be nice for us to at least spend an evening together. I'd love to know more about you. 
We don't like having magic cast upon us. This is the first thing you should know. It's good to know, Wash. You don't seem to be trusting of many. Where is your home, then? Are all in the... Maybe what you sense is my distrust of you because you have abused me. Hmm. Roll wisdom saving throw. Advantage. Will he still play? Yes. 20. Yeah. Okay. Will is looking around to see if there's a, like any, you know, he likes a nice cider. The only thing on the table is that drink. Well, he'll have a sip. That's all there is. What about you, Willie? You seem like a stranger. What land are you from? I'm from Michigan. I've not heard of this land. Are all Michiganders? Michiganders? I know, it's funny. It sounds like we're geese. <laughs> I see. Are all Michiganders musical like yourself? No. I don't know of any places where like everyone from there is musical, man. You seem to be... Like, one to enjoy the music yourself. Yeah? I like music. Do you like music, Mr. Straw? I do. Exactly. I have the largest organ in all of Provia. <laughs> no one has a bigger organ than I. Nice, man. Like, is that made locally, or you have that brought in? This was brought in many centuries ago. Yeah. From uh, where? Are you from around here? <laughs> no, I'm not from Barovia. In some ways, I founded Barovia. It's actually named after my father, King Berov. What was it called before? Doesn't matter now. Uh, when my army swept over this valley, we thought, this is a nice place. And so, I settled here. We decided fighting was done. We built this castle in honor of my mother, Ravonia. And, uh, and it's lofty in the hills. I get it. See what you're doing there. Uh, How long the goal was that? Gets past you. There's many lifetimes. At least as men count them. Where are you from, Garenheim? Trading outpost, rather far from here. Probably wouldn't know it's a few thousand miles by this point. Vizier. Sounds boring. It wasn't. <laughs> I'd much rather if it was. What makes someone like you hit the road? Sorry? What makes someone like you hit the road? It's one of the only ways that you can progress in life, I find. Seeking knowledge is rather difficult if you're to stay in one spot. Knowledge. You drain the glass. What exactly is knowledge good for? What is it not? Knowledge in itself is the sheer essence of power. <laughs> no, in that you are wrong. I conquered many who were with more knowledge than I. I have a library full of books taken from people who had them before I. And yet, I found my power was my power. 
Let me see your library. Maybe another day. It is a private room. We are, as you said, your guests, however. That's true. I have this table richly provided for you. Does the guest go into the master's house and ask to see every room? I don't think so. If invited? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, like, I don't know your customs here, but I mean... I don't understand why you would build, like, such a grand castle and then, like, not offer tours. You want a tour of the castle? Maybe no, I'd like to see some of the other rooms. That sounds lovely. I concur with my friend here. You're welcome to see as many rooms as you want. Including the library? Including the library. I tell you not to keep you from the rooms, to keep something from you, but to protect yourselves. Once the dinner is done here, it is late, and you are certainly welcome to spend the night. We can have a room prepared, a room that will be safe. Uh, we actually just have a home we just got, and like we still in the process of moving in. I think we gotta get back there, like, because we haven't changed the locks yet on it yet, so it sells the previous owner's locks, <laughs> and we wouldn't want them just, you know, I, they weren't the most trustworthy of people. We don't want them just, you know, showing up, taking any of our stuff that we have there. Yes, I've heard of some of the things going on in Balaki. I've heard a rumor about you from the people in Balaki. I'm sure there are many rumors. That you were trapped in this land yourself. Why would one want to leave such a beautiful land that one controls and owns? Have you not seen the moonlight sparkling on the mountain lakes? Have you not seen the fog come down off the mountain? You're... I traveled many, many decades before I settled, and now many centuries. I don't need to leave. Your experience and your flowery words do not answer my question. Are you a slave to Barovia the way that the people are? Adam Eva suggested as such. Uh, I remain here, but I am a slave to no. Lord of this land. I am this land. And everything about it I control. You control your own freedom? There's nothing freer than having power over the land itself. Although it's I am the land. Can you leave your body? You are very Wash. unfree to answer this question. Can you leave Barovia? I cannot leave the land any more than you can leave your body. I can leave my body at will. But what happened to you? Who can say? What would happen to you if you leave Barovia? I can show you what happened if you leave your body. I believe you. It does not scare me. Does it scare you to leave Barovia? I'm not going to leave Barovia. 
zombie. You don't need to. Do you fear to? Ned, where are you from? I don't mean to be rude, but I think I'm going to go What? trying to be rude to you. But I feel like that's something one says to me before they are rude, is it not? This typically is. This may be rude. So I believe you know, you may know more about my past than I do sometimes. I'm not sure. But I know that my only living family member is here in this town in this in Barovia. So in a way, I'm from here. You believe? I believe. Come, this is a dinner party. Tell me a tale worth a table as rich as this. Surely someone has had love in their life. <laughs> Tragedy worth sharing. Can Something. we help you? does the master of a land fear? What does the master of a land need? The Lord wants a tale. I believe we should provide him one at least out of some respect. I was told a tale recently, uh, if it interests you. There was a princely fellow who was being Hunted down, I suppose you would say, in a time of great conflict of the land. This is my story. It was, uh, <laughs> it was in the midst of a great war, and he was given serious injury. Uh, had it not been for these traveling companions that he had happened across, he might not have made it. But he, <laughs> due, to the gra- due to the graciousness of of these traveling merchants. They had assisted him and nursed him back to help. They knew that this man was being hunted and that they could be putting their lives in peril by housing him. However, even in knowing such, they took the risk and escorted him back to his homeland. And in doing so, they... Sorry, I'm trying to remember the rest of the tale. Uh, in doing so, he has successfully managed to essentially regain his strength and survive through the war. Uh, however, sadly enough, in surviving his grievous injury, a curse happened upon him that trapped him to the very land that he was escorted to. He was no longer allowed to leave the land, nor was anyone within it except for the people who had nursed him back to health. I wanted to tell this tale uh, and ask you a question. Is it that that princely lot, if he sounded familiar to you in any way? I see that you have traveled with the Vistani. A good lot. You know many Vistani. Only the ones that have assisted me in getting here. 
well, but hell is mostly true. If you've spent much time around Vistani, you will know they may exaggerate some truths when telling a tale. But yes, I owe them a great debt. And for this, I will be forever grateful. If that is the case, then how is it that they are allowed to travel freely while everyone else, and perhaps even yourself, is trapped? To be clear, no one is trapped. If I choose, they are not. The Vistani leave because I permit them. If you want to go, not, not I to can get, give you that power. Nitpicky, but that is kind of what trap means. <laughs> I find it strange that none have asked why I brought you here in the first place. And by here, I don't mean this luxurious table. You were all here at my bequest in Barovia. The hour of your choice is soon coming. You know my lands, what they are like. I'm ever in want of servants who will do bidding, even when it is difficult and some might say questionable things. What do you offer to your servants? Power. There is one under our charge who is under the sway of the curse. Can you remove such a thing from a person or an object? What type of curse? It's beyond my power to know. Are there curses you can't remove? The blessing that I can give removes all curses. I seek such a blessing. It empowers not only the cure of all that ails you in life, it cures you of death itself. I don't think you want that one. For I offer life everlasting to my faithful servants. You actually whispered that at the table, or? Yes. Okay. Gertrude sits up and says, Master, yes, Master, yes. Isn't he charming? Indeed, I believe he is charming you. But when your hour comes and you choose, if you do not choose, join me, then we shall still have fun. For as I've said, my lands, although beautiful, are small, are often in need of diversion. And so not only do I seek servants, I seek those for the master to hunt. I think you would be noble and worthy prey. Something fun, don't you think? Her threats are hardly veiled. But there is no one here who seeks to be your enemy. I don't think you understand. I don't seek an enemy. I didn't say that you do. You All I spoke me. about was our intentions. You can serve me. There are a couple ways that perhaps you could help me. They're simple. 
I'm not asking you to go around killing babies or anything. As he smiles, you see his sharp pointed teeth. Particularly the canines, but all of his teeth just seem sharper than that. His eyes kind of flare red for a moment as he says, I'm always in need of eyes and ears, hands that can go and do my bidding. Seems you have no lack of those. What do we add to your arsenal? First off, some information might be useful. Um, where is Irina? It's funny that you should ask. The last I saw of her, she was with you. I know you led her to Vlaki. That was the end of our charge. I don't blame you, but I want to know where she is. Where is she? In honesty, we don't know. She left seeking further safety. And but she was headstrong, and she did not listen to us. And then you had me charmed. You asked me the same thing, and I told you what I knew. What makes you think this would be different? Hmm. Safety. There's no place safer than Ravenloft. It's the very fortress of the land itself. I told her the very same thing. And then chose that maybe, perhaps, you would be good servants after all. Also, uh, there are rumors, at least I've heard. Have you heard any other famous travelers in the land? All that we've heard is of travelers who have died at your hand. There's this woman, she's a notary, but she keeps waiting for letters. I, I don't know if that's like fan mail or... No, I'm afraid the one I speak of is even of greater renown, uh, or at least my ears have told me outside of Brovia that the author, Rudolf van Richten, found his way here. I'm very keen to speak with the old doctor himself. He knows many things and has tracked many of my kind. I think nothing would please me more than to spend a dinner with him. Ah, I'm sure. I hear that he's written a book all about your kind. We've seen one of his books. Find it. Gary will look over at Wash as he mentions that you've seen one of his books. We've heard rumors of another. But this man is not known to us. There are no rumors in the town of a doctor traveling, aiding people, healing. Can't think of anyone mentioning a doctor now. What, well, what town do you speak of? There are not many towns. Yeah, there are three. So saying. How many me, have you been to? Just two. You know as much. You and your wolves? Yes? Yes. Don't play games with us, please. Everything is a game here, Wash. Nothing is a game. Everything's a contest. You play that way and you will lose. And it will be fun for some of us. Maybe. If you hear anything about Van Richten, I would love to know. 
And uh, there's someone I'm looking for if you hear anything about we would like to know. A child named Luvish. Luvish. Yes. You're sure that's his name? Uh, Not his father's name. I apologize. Arabam. seem to know exactly what I was talking about. I'm afraid I don't. The children who are foolish enough to wander away from their parents, they make great fruit for the wolves. Well, if you see Arabelle, you know, he could send her our way. Do you have an address? Uh, yeah, we're staying at the, uh, the WWE home, the Wii home. He looks at you, Gary. Gary. Why are you here? I believe we've already discussed that, haven't we? I'm simply here to learn, I suppose. Why do you want to learn? How else do you progress in life? How else do you better yourself as a person? Towards what? Happiness. It's the ultimate objective of life, isn't it? Knowledge itself makes you happy. I suppose it makes one, makes it easier to accept life. And that is what truly brings happiness. What do you do with that knowledge? You assist others on the same path. Knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Aye. Repeating itself again and again. Life in itself is a repetitive cycle. I see no reason why that should conflict. Nan, where are you sitting? Sitting next to Gary. Gary, where are you sitting? Uh, right next to Wash, on his left, immediate left. So you guys are down the end? Yeah. Uh, he will turn to Gertruda and just kind of hold his wine glass out. She leans down, takes a sharp knife from the table, pulls the sleeve of her dress up, and you can tell where these wounds are. She just cuts it across, and the blood just streams into this glass. And as it fills up, he says, knowledge for the sake of knowledge is a dead end, it's worthless. Could the same not be said about life? I find... Do you not seek life for the sake of life? Oh friend, I gave up on life long ago. I too. Beyond life. What's life without love? Without love, we finally have wisdom. There is this, not much. This man ripped him. 
can find him. What do you offer? Offer you? Yes. I think I've made that clear. I offered I won't kill you. And if I, if I disdain that gift, what motivation do I have to help you? Do, I, do you have nothing else to offer? I've told you that I want to remove a curse. Can you not help me? I need to know more about this curse. Who are you speaking of? One of my wards. Someone I protect. Ned, you speak of love. You want the reward. You bring me Irina. Find her. Speak a reason with her. Bring her to me. We shall wed. And on our wedding day, you shall walk through the mists, back to your lands, back to your loved ones, back to warm towns, to laughing people, where you can get drunk for days, no one will find you. That's what I offer. Sandwich or nothing. He doesn't drink. Is that what you really want, though? To love, to love someone that doesn't love you? Bring Irina. She just needs to be reasoned with. I can convince her. You just bring her. How many can you hold under your sway at once? I have many ways of holding people under my sway. Let me tell you what happens when I don't get my way. You heard of Berez, right? Oh yeah, fell off the thousand foot thing? No. Berez was another town in Barovia. Beautiful maiden, Marina. I first set my eyes on her, I knew. I knew her soul and mine connected. One afternoon together, and she was convinced as well. We planned to wed each other when the priest and the burgomaster of Beres decided to kill her. They decided that her death would be a better fate. I encourage you, go visit Berez now. She's no longer there. That seems to happen often to people you love. It doesn't, Strahd. Death. Untimely death. See his eyes flare with red. Find Irina, bring her back. You shall go home with your hands on our wedding day. If you want more than that, if you want power, Why if you we... want life itself everlasting, I can also offer that. What? But you must prove yourself in a greater way. What I want is to trust you. But why should we? 
You've done nothing but manipulate us since we've been here. I don't force you to trust me. You can choose yourself. You've tried twice tonight to force me to trust you through magic. Have you not? You can choose yourself if you want to trust me or not. It'll be fun for me either way. I ask you again. Not not delivering more slaves to you, not catching and killing your enemies. Can we help you? Beneath Irina. Beneath Van Richten. I've heard of the help that you provided at the winery. You seem to have good hearts to help my people, and I appreciate that. You can't help people, man. They ain't the right way to things. But, beware you do not get on my bad side. When I went to Velaki to find Irina, Father Lucian stood up to me. I'm still lord of this land. Father Lucian. No longer a priest. What is he now? Just banged on the table, the brass doors at the end open. And two figures come in. They have black leather. Uh, one of them you recognize as the woman who was in that carriage. Pale white face skin. Another one, a man. And they're pulling in between them the body of Father Lucian, his face completely drained of white, his eyes uh, glaring red. He's, please, please, I'm so hungry. His teeth, long bangs, he just dropped them on the floor. He says, Father Lucian, I believe you know our visitors. He gets up, he goes up to the wall, he says, please, I don't want to, but I'm so hungry. Please. Please give me something. Brother Lucian's journey into everlasting life was not peaceful. He will learn. He will learn to love it. Uh, Gary will, like, give... What did you say the guy's name was? Father Lucian. Father Lucian. Gary will give uh, Father Lucian some of the scrap of food, um, since he seems... That's what he thinks he's begging for. And then turn to Strahd. So he, he's at the end of the table, like by the doors on the ground. By Strahd or by... Behind Wash. Behind Wash. Okay, well, I'm right next to Wash. You're just like throwing a corn cob at him? You're going to throw, throw food at him? Like, no, I, I guess he's going to stand up and uh, walk over to him. Okay. Uh, does a 23 hit? <laughs> sure does. <laughs> yeah, he just grabs you and goes in to bite. Uh, does a 20 hit? Yes. And he just latches on to the side of your head. The side of my head? The side of your neck. Sorry. Neck, oh. Um, but with blazing speed, Strahd steps away from the table, runs down to the end, and as that's happening, before the teeth actually puncture the wound, uh, there's it hurts. It breaks some skin, but he just grabs the back of this guy. The speed 
a straw moving from one end of the room to the other is unbelievable. I'll go take the seat at the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> and he just picks Father Lucian up and throws him, and he hits the wall. He says, no, 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 not yet. You're coming. That was the last. Not yet. Illusion just stay on the ground in the puddle. Gary, now obviously disheveled from what just happened, uh, will stand up and recollect himself, obviously embarrassed from. You are new here. Happens to all us. Uh, we'll again look to Strahd and continue the sentence he was going to say. And soon, um... The two figures come in and just pick him up and drag him out. Please, please, please. <gasps> you seem to. Forgotten my fucking accent. Um, <laughs> you seem to have forgot. You seem to be rather proud of your long life, your everlasting life. Do you fear death? I don't think you understand. I'm past death. No one has ever passed death. I have died. But yet I stand before you. Do not fear that which I have already gone through and experienced, and pass through it and come back. Do you fear it ending again? I conquered it once. He's vanquished at me. I've told you, your choice is coming. You can make it. Serve whom you will or the lord of this land. Arena? In your homes and safety? Or perhaps even a more pleasant experience in the everlasting life than Father Lucian had? Or maybe you could share his fate. I can see to that. That too would be fun to have animals, I mean creatures, to toy with much longer than your mortal lives. Regardless, he stands up. And flares out his cloak. All, all this is to say that no, you cannot break the curse. And the spell, scroll, wand, nothing. I have not been given the reason I would want to break any curse. I find wash most curses are there because of a reason. Go to a cleric, go to a priest if you're looking for a curse to be removed. Gertruda. Just thought that you could do it. He says, uh, you will be shown to a room if you would like. You are welcome to return to Velaki in the dark or stay in the castle. It's your choice. You will be safe as long as you are in your rooms. But you are free to go wherever you'd like. Find your way to the library if you will. Good night. I know I'll see you again. He steps up, walks out the door. I get up from the head of the table and go to play the organ. Okay. I'm just gonna try it out. Yeah, you push down the keys and it's like there's no bellows. It's not. I'm doing the feet pumps. It's not. It's not working. It's not working as much as you can. And that's where we're going for the night.